11 o'clock comics episode 124 <laughs> I, I love these numbers because they, they're starting to remember, remind me of, of like landmark issues that I love we're getting ah. into, that, into that range yeah you're right Spider-Man 124 was great. Which one? Spider-Man. What, what, what was one? I don't know. I said it to piss you off because I know you're thinking X-Men. Yeah, it was probably... Well, he's thinking X-Men yeah. 37, but the... Uh, it's probably a Ross Andrew issue of Spider-Man. Oh, of course. Best issue of Spider-Man ever? I'm just going to throw this out there. I know a lot of people are going to disagree, you guys included. Morbius. One, 135. 135, by far, is my favorite issue of Amazing Which Spider. one is that? It's the one with the Punisher, the Tarantula, Gwen Stacy. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that issue. Oh, my God. This is from the cover right on it. Romita cover, it's it's amazing. That's why they call it Amazing Spider-Man. There you go. Spiderman. <laughs> you know it. Oh, it's so good to have everybody back. It's good to have everybody here, I agree. Yeah. I just came back from California, and boy, are my arms tired. Boom, boom, bum, bum, bum. Tip your waitress, because she's full. Huh. 124. Uncanny X-Men 124. Oh, it's the, uh, it's the second part of the, uh, um, the Great Arcade um, oh, story. Oh, oh man. Uh, from, from I thought you said great. Probably not my first choice adjective, but... Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Hey, hey, come on, Arcade. I love that story. Chris Claremont says, keep scraping. I think I see the bottom. There it is. Oh. No, this, no, this, this is the Arcade is Marvel's stuff. answer to Alfred E. Newman. <laughs> oh, like boy. Ar- arcade, it, there, you want to talk about a character what that... What do you worry? Arcade Andrews. Our arcade ah, is a character that should totally be brought back in the Marvel U. You could do some cool-ass stuff with Arcade. Actually, yep. he was pretty interesting in the three-issue clause. Well, That's look what DC did with the calculator. Whoever thought that the calculator... Yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, I'm playing... I'm there not playing no favorites. There's there not. are no bad characters. There's not. no bad characters. I love how Vince is in love with DC again. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Where's the Marvel love, Vince? Yeah. Bye. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at this. Another week, another episode of 11 O'Clock Comics. What? What? I am... Very tired, but I'm going to persevere for my. Aww. Yeah, I'm Vince B. That's who I am. You're doing yeah. it for us, huh? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm bright eyed, bushy tailed, and uh, and I'm Christopher Neesman. That edited at seven o'clock. I'm uh, <laughs> trying to. Never mind. I'm I'm David Price. You are. <laughs> you are. You are. David Price and is I'm up Rob in Bass, it, and I came to get down. You're who? Rob Bass. You're internationally known, aren't you? Is that a baseball player? I've been known to rock the microphone. Oh, my God. Is that a baseball <laughs> Get it? Rob Bass. That would oh, be a great boy. baseball player name. Yeah, we're, we're, at a, we're, at a, we're at a music festival this last weekend, and in between, in between bands, they played some Rob Bass. Oh, Excellent. okay. You the are one, not. The one Rob Bass song. You're not Rob Bass. Even though I stand by my claim, that would be a great name for a baseball player. You, over there in the corner looking all sly, is Jason Wood back with us once again. What's up? What's up? Actually, you, I, you were here last week. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm all 
Oh, shit, well, because it's like the second week in a row we're all together again. Yeah, that's true. It is a You're Thursday. Just, I, I've been gone because I was in California, so I haven't been around the forums. That's okay. That's what it is. Yeah. I work with a guy who has the the best baseball name ever, and, and he actually did play college ball. His name is Billy Starr. Ah, uh, slider safely. <laughs> is that is that not the the greatest baseball name ever? One R or two? Uh, I believe one. He needs to add another one. Add another, yes. add another yes. R. That would be so, cool. Yeah. No, no, I think his cousin Pine Tar has probably got a better baseball. <laughs> <laughs> or Fugface. Hey, this. Hey, yes. See, I know baseball cards, some of them. <laughs> this. <laughs> I know baseball cards. I know baseball cards. This episode of Love and Come On Comics. <laughs> That's been brought to you by Discount Ooh. Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, where you, Mr. Average Comic Book Reader, as if there was such a thing, can, can get your favorite comics and collectibles at huge, fantastic discounts. 35 slash 75% off selected items. They do a little spotlight thing every month where they'll select something they deem worthy of wider attention, and they'll hack it. They'll slash it. Thank you, Tim Seeley. 75% off. <laughs> It's amazing. It's a great mm-hmm. service, and you should look into it if you're not a member. Because if you're not, you can get an extra 5% off your already Wumba discounts by putting this code, Chris. EOC8. What was that sorry. code again for the hearing impaired? EOC. I'm sorry. I'm reading my beer bottle. Uh, EOC8. Oh, it's on there? That's right. EOC8. It- slide it in the slot, and you'll make the DCB service happy, and they'll give you an extra 5% off. So you'll... You'll just win, win, win. It's all mm-hmm. good. DCBService.com. Hiya. There you go. Right. Um, it, oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. No, what? go go for it. No, didn't it used to be 8%? I was just going to ask that. Yeah, it's an extra 8%, like I said. Well, I didn't, I didn't right. say 5 Okay. I, wanted to be, I didn't <laughs> I want to bring it up page. in case they, they cut the discount back to 5 but <laughs> No, no. no. Yeah. As my wife would okay. say, you're never wrong, are you? <laughs> 8%. All right. She knows. Drink, 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 roll call. Shall we? Shall we knock mm. her out here? Oh yeah, knock her around. Smack that All bitch right. up, Vince, like Tina Turner. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. feel like Ike. Well, Ike Turner classic movie. I, and I love Ike Turner. I mean, very, a, yeah, very re- underrated. I mean, everyone just talks about him as as beating the shit out of Tina. But yeah, like, yeah, he's, want, like, he's, he's the Hank Pym of the music industry. Oh, absolutely. David. Yeah, he, uh, you know, I think if we were to make comparisons, absolutely. Incredibly influential and important musician like to beat up his wife. <laughs> you got to cut him some slack. You like, read a good song, you I beat the I wife. Mean, I think that, it's a good that, trade-off. That's so not something to laugh about. It's just the, <laughs> Chris's delivery is what. It's like, yeah, you know, he did all this and, you know, maybe Adam and did and, 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 How do you know that Tina wasn't a crappy singer before he starts smacking her around? Maybe he I, made her. I'm just kidding. That's not even oh, funny. You know, great, great musician, probably a deplorable human being. There but, you, go. you know, the opinions right. expressed by our hosts are not necessarily endorsed <laughs> by the other members of the Eleven O'clock Comics. Tina Turner well, sitting, you, you sitting somewhere with her legs going, being. her face is burning. What? Somebody talk about me. I. What's love got to do? <laughs> I'm drinking. Alan. Thank you. I'm drinking Yingling and Son traditional lager. Yes, in a quart size bottle. Alcohol two weeks in a row? Yeah. I told the wife, I said, please, on your in your travels, bring me back some beer, woman. And and here she brought me back a big old quart bottle of She's probably doing a lot of things for you after you bought her that nice new house. 
Uh, I think anyone who knows anything about me realizes that it ain't me buying the house. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have the I have this this image of Vince every every time. Oh, sorry, my wife just walked in. Georgia had to pounce on oh, her. Georgia. Um, uh, I, I have this image of Vince every time he leaves the house or his wife leaves the house. He says, "In your travels," and then yep. asks her to, to get something. In your travels, pick me up a case of Yingling and bring me back some money. Honey, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, David, what are you what are you sipping on this evening? Uh, this was recommended to me yesterday. It is CK Mondavi Field Blend, which has uh, some Cabernet Sauvignon, some Merlot, some Syrah. It's from California, and it is uh, damn tasty. Is that the one that says Ripple on the front? Or <laughs> thank God, no. Don't, don't make me so play the song. Mandavi blend there, very nice. Uh, Mr. Wood, how about you? I am drinking a, and this is for you, Chris. I believe you call them craft beers these days. Yep. Yes. Uh, not micro brews anymore. <laughs> I am drinking a. Unpretentious. Elitist labels candy. are cool. <laughs> Where's the you, you're I'm sorry. We, we yeah, we, we stopped. I know. Yeah. Guy doesn't talk for two hours straight, and then he talks over my drink. Mm. There you go, man. You're, you're, you're drinking cool. a, a, a Linus what? A Linen Kugel Summer Shandy. Oh, okay. Um, Wisconsin beer for Mr. Caters. It's a uh, Linen Kugel. It's, uh, for those that don't know, Shandy is the American term for a beer mixed with lemonade. This mm-hmm. is a uh, 5% by volume uh, bottled beer with just a smidge of lemonade that's mixed in, pre-mixed into the bottle to give it a very summery, citrusy taste. So it's, yep. it's pretty damn you, good. You just oh. triggered an adolescent memory. What, beer shandies? Oh, yeah. We used to we have this stuff called Kugel. No, we had this stuff called Kugel. It was, no, it was peanut butter, but it, oh. was, it was funky peanut butter, like jelly mixed in with the peanut butter or uh, some other kind of stuff. It was called Kugel. And when you said that, I was like, oh, that's cool how you forget stuff. And then somebody 20, 30 years later will just bring it back up. There you go. Uh, yeah, beer, beer, beer shandy is a, a incredibly refreshing. Um, usually a summer a summer drink. Um, I, I I call it a breakfast beer. Um, uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, and uh, there are a couple different ways to have it. Uh, lemonade is uh, pretty traditional. Um, I've got one of my one of my good friends who is from from London, and a, a lot of uh, a lot of folks in England. And I'm sure our listeners will correct me. Uh, a beer shandy is pretty pretty popular um, uh, across the across the pond there. Um, but they'll mix it with Sprite or or Seven Up. Uh-huh. And uh, and it's it's pretty tasty. So whenever we, you know we go out to watch rugby at like six o'clock in the morning, uh, we usually have like a English breakfast and a beer shandy. We could ask Mr. Burden to call in and let us know. There you go. There you go. You watch rugby? Yeah, you know it's it, it's the friend of mine who got me into rugby. But the thing is, we watch them live, and so it's like six or seven in the morning whenever we go watch them so uh-huh. usually on the weekends it's a lot of fun um and and wine and kugels um it's kind of in the midwest i think a lot like yingling is out by oh, you okay, guys cool. uh in that it's um it, it sounds probably pretty exotic to you but in wisconsin um like regular wine and kugels um the wisconsinites will often refer to it as squaw piss okay, okay. 
Kugels. That sounds better than <laughs> than Kugel. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's, I tell you what, their uh, Winey's Red is pretty good, mm-hmm. and uh, the the Shandy is is pretty tasty. They've got a couple of a uh, 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 Doppelbach, which is pretty tasty. So Winey's does some nice stuff. Um, so so cool. I'm actually kind of surprised you found it out there. I was going to say this is the first time I've seen any line in Kugel of of any sort. So yeah, I mean, you go to Wisconsin and it's it's everywhere. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's that's kind of you know one of the the local state brews. Uh, I am drinking something local to probably more vents than 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 the other the other two co-hosts, and it is uh, it is the Southampton uh, uh, Public House Pumpkin Ale, and yeah. it is what moving pumpkin. into the fall beers. Are we really pumpkin? Yep, yep, moving wow. it, and ex- exactly, it's as we, as we record this, Labor Day is, is, uh, this, this coming Monday, and so we are officially at the end of summer and entering fall, so I bought my first, my first pumpkin ale, and, uh, uh, Southampton, uh, Public House Brewing is in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Yep. Ah, there you go. So I'm, uh, it's, uh, Rolling Rock used to be in Latrobe, right? Yeah, they're not anymore. They're not after no, the. No, I, I think they're. Bush. They're not even. I don't even think they're in the same state anymore. No, no, they're they're in. I don't know, like Connecticut or something like that. Yeah. After the Anheuser Busch um, uh, buyout, they they the moved shake-up. Rolling Rock. Yeah. Yep, yep. So so um, Southampton is apparently Latrobe's uh, brewery now, and it is it is a pumpkin ale, and it. I know that sounds weird if you've never had a pumpkin ale before, but it is it is a, a really good beginning of fall. Uh, beer, and I'll start moving in in the drink roll calls into some some heavier, darker beers here as we as we get into the colder weather. But uh, pumpkin ale uh, has a really nice spice to it. It's not over. This one is not overpowering in in its pumpkin taste. There's definitely a hint of pumpkin in it. You can definitely taste that as as part of the beer. But it's got a nice uh, a nice amber uh, appearance to it. Really nice bouquet on it. A lot of obviously a lot of what a fruit, a lot of what a pumpkin and and sweet to it. Um, it's it's a it's a really nice ale. So um, I I wouldn't even say that you need to save it for something special like a you know a Thanksgiving dinner or something like that. Even though it would be very good, but I would I would drink this as a, an everyday ale as just kind of to mix something up. I mean, it definitely tastes like beer, but it, it does have it does have some nice pumpkin um, flavor and and uh, more traditionally fall spices to it. So very tasty. I, I liked it. Good for you, Chris Neesberg. <laughs> Let's talk some comics. Yeah. And I am not writing down the timestamps for the entire episode because, unfortunately, I didn't get time to do any voicemails. So this episode will be completely voicemail-free. One long stretch of uh, inane banter. How about that? Ah, uh, yes. Cool. Love it. Did anyone get mail? Yes, I did. You did. What'd you get? Yes. Uh, from Mr. Dunn? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to bring that up later. That was that was a uh, I tell you I've had a shit week at work. It's big trade show season for for me and what I do and I I will I will tell uh Mr. William Joseph Dunn that um his package was a highlight for my week and and really really lifted me up when I needed it. So thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. And yes. once you guys don't what he's on us. Uh the first season Season 1, Part 1 of the Batman Brave and the Bold 
cartoon on DVD, but it's not just any old ordinary DVD. Yeah. It it's signed by Brandon Vietti, Ben Jones, James Tucker, and M. Chang. And why don't you tell uh, the people who they are, David, or anyone? They're the people that bring us. Well, uh, Ben Jones is a director for the show. Yep. Uh Two of these gentlemen will now be working on the Young Justice cartoon, so so the quality will, we know, will continue on onto that cartoon. Uh, but it is it, it's the people that brought one of my favorite cartoons to life, and it was it was just a very thoughtful way. Above, Hell yeah. yeah! Nothing I ever expected to. I mean, like Chris, my week turned to shit after. I got my package, but uh, it's still been a. Uh, it, it was still great to. It, it's been a. It's been a funky week with me and Mailingway because this came. My DCBS box came. I received something from uh, Andrew, aka Fist of Conchu, uh, and uh, it's. It's been fun, but this is this is out of this world. Yes, and it's good, Batman. Yes. It's mm-hmm. very good, Batman. I can sit and watch this forever. Aquaman. It's just, it's fun, uh, outrageous. I, have, I, have, I, I, can't, I can't recall bad animated Batman in any form. Um, uh, well, what? I wouldn't say bad, just um, uninterested, but this. For what? This, this is just compelling. No, I'm, curi- I, I can't, I'm curious, what? No, just whatever, like the the Gotham, what? whatever Batman what? you want to no. name, just uh, the Jackie the, the Jackie Chan Batman. No, oh, I'm just saying, the, just no, like I'm saying the one that was on Saturday. It was, it was what was it? The Batman, the Batman, that, that the was, Batman. That was crazy. Okay. See, that was the one. You, you, were, you the, weren't going to bust on any of the Tim stuff, were you? Are you I'm just not. I'm just not interested in it. I'm just not. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm not saying it's bad. I just, I'm not going to sit down and watch that when, you know, yeah, I have, because, I have better know, things that, to watch. That's awesome, and we wouldn't want to watch that. No, we, I would rather <laughs> devote my time to, to You'd Dexter. Watch Die which is, Hard. Which you is haven't that. watched it <laughs> right. no, Seriously. I've, I've seen it. Pre- I've seen it once. I don't need to see it again, you know. Oh, wow. Uh, move on. But, no, wait a minute. I, I, I'm not getting this. I, I, let me see. Let me, let me go down the checklist. I appreciate the quality. It's very good. I've seen it once. But a bing. Why do I want to watch no, it again? It's because it's not. It's, it's not something I think you could see once. There were, there were two distinct eras in the in the Tim stuff. There was there was oh. the stuff on Fox which came out after the first movie, which was a little bit. A little bit lighthearted, where where you had Dick mm-hmm. Grayson as as Robin, and then you had when it moved to WB, Batman and Superman, and, and 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 you had Barbara Gordon join, and 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 Dick became Nightwing, and that's when when Tim signed on as as Robin, mm-hmm. and and um, it, was, it, it got it got a little more polished at that yeah, point, the, the, little, yeah, a little edgier, but yeah, it was, and and I mean you had Mask of the Phantasm. You had Which was great. Yes, it was. Yeah, but this. I'm, I'm, re- I'm really just, but hey, for people that that think that Vince and I lock horns, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just busting your balls. I yes. know, but here, here, here's my side of the story. With this Brave and the Bold, I I get good Batman, okay, but I also get what. I get I get Commandy, I get Prince Tuffton, I get I get Tiny, but a, a Dead Man, uh, Wildcat. 
Aquaman. Come on, this stuff yep. is hey, great. The hey, demon, man, the, the, the the Tim stuff. You got that too. Um, one of my favorite episodes in in the Batman animated series was uh, w- with the Creeper, Night of the Creeper. It was uh-huh. it was it was brilliant, brilliant, and it, so many little nods for comic book fans in there that like the Creeper. Find, puts his his costume together in in Ditko's secondhand clothes shop, mm-hmm. which I thought was. I love, it, I love the Easter eggs on that show. Yeah, I mean, just just such good stuff. And there's a there's a Justice League episode that if Vince hasn't seen, it was the whole Dark Side thing that was just the whole thing was just a love letter to Kirby, as well that it should be. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. But uh, so what else? Anybody else get some? Because I got some other stuff. One of them is autographed, by the way. But I, I mean, I, I paid for this stuff. This is unsolicited opinion, which is the best kind. You want to know what I got? Absolutely. I'll start off slow. I, I love zines. Just Everybody knows. Yes, and a little bit of the hips going in. I love zines with a passion. Any kind of zines. I love perzines, uh, comic book related zines. This is a horror film. And... Uh, genre, horror genre related zine. But there are some comic book elements to it. It's called Rigor Mortis. Yes, Rigor Mortis. They are, and it's on the third issue. Initially, they focused on ex- zombie films exclusively, but they're, they've been branching off with each subsequent issue. There's a house artist to this magazine. Uh, he spells his name B-O-J-A-N. One word. So I'm, I'm assuming that it's Bohan. You need okay. to see the, this guy's work. It is fantastic. Part Joe Coleman. You familiar with Joe Coleman? There's a little bit of Tom Sutton in here. A little bit of Virgil Finlay. Uh, and Gordo will know, will know what I'm talking about. There was a horror magazine way back when called Midnight Marquee. And they had a cover and interior artist called Alan Kay. This Bohan's work is a lot like Alan Kay. It's, it's part underground part uh illustrative it, it's it's fantastic i mean he'll do um uh, giger's alien and it's so distinctive to his style he uses a lot of pointillism and he does clash of the titans is in here the giant mantis this is great stuff uh nazi zombies uh of course mm-hmm. Rome- okay i'm sold yeah uh romero zombies he did uh the the uh chicken lady from freaks are you familiar with uh, Browning's Freaks. Come on, everybody's seen Freaks. Uh, what else? More Nazi zombies. It, it and it's all done in this little stipple pointillism style. Check it out. Uh, it's leakinginc.com. L e e k i n g i n c dot com forward slash rigor mortis. And they have a blog too. Livingdeadzine.blogspot.com. I just eat this stuff up like. Like one of the uh, zombies uh, featured in this in this book, and the writing is great. Uh, usually, when you get zines, it's a crapshoot. Eh, maybe it's a little enthusiastic, but not the best uh, composed writing in the world. This is a, a lot of both. So you get you had, you uh, had, you had me at, at Nazi zombies. Very informed <laughs> informed writing. You have reviews of magazines like Famous Monsters of Filmland two fifty and two fifty one. You have. Film reviews, of course, zombie strippers. They review Crossed from Jason Burroughs and Garth Ennis in here. There's uh, book reviews. It's just a really neat magazine. And get this, issue number 
two is 60 pages, photocopied, uh, stapled. Issue number three has a color cover, and it's 68 pages stapled, and they go for like 350 $3.50. Really? Cheap, wow. Cheapness. Yeah. Issue now, what's two. The website again? Because I'm not finding it. Okay. Leaking Inc. L E E K I N G I N C. Leaking Inc.com forward slash rigor mortis. One word. Or you can go to their blog, livingdeadzine.blogspot.com. Great. I, I, I'm a huge. I mean, you throw zombies in something, I'm there. And yeah. and this is right up my alley. They do, like I said, book reviews. There's an article on Adrian Barbeau and her two <laughs> nice. one, and her two wonderful assets. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Cannibal Run, yeah, another great great stuff. So just I mean, check it out. There's also oh, comics. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's yeah, awesome. there's comic comics in the in the third issue. It's it's a three page comic on Tony Todd, the Candyman. Mm. Yes. Wow. Also Ben from the United brother. Night of the Living Dead remake. Oh yeah, there's a real neat part in here. Uh, they they say he's one of the only actors. Uh, fanboys also slaver over him as one of the few actors to portray characters on Star Trek: The Next Generation, uh -huh. Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, and Star Trek: Voyager. And there's a drawing of a bespeckled fanboy and Tony Todd in the in the Klingon uh, makeup, grabbing him by the head, saying, "On your knees, fanboy!" And, uh -huh. and the, the the fanboy says, "Oh my God, I'm not worthy." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's good stuff. <laughs> but uh, the main thing. So funny, like zombie with, Oh, when someone the, says it's so funny. The, the main thing that I want to talk about, and this has propelled me to vote for this publisher in our forthcoming 2010 11 O'Clockers as publisher Ooh. of. Wait, publisher, wait, wait, wait. Time definitely. Out. Time you know it's August, right? Or actually, it's September, right? I know, but this is a lock. They have locked it down. There's nothing going to be better than... Well, uh, let's not say that. No hyperbole. Judging by the stuff they've put out this year so far, and if the book we've heard about that will be coming down the pipe shortly is even a quarter as good as it looks, this will be my publisher of the year. Okay? Included in the package... At no extra charge to myself. There's a sticker, a bookmark, another bookmark. But there's a bookmark slash art card of Aphrodisiac. Oh. It, 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 it was done to... Ah, it, was, it was... No, it was done to commemorate the Harvey Awards. And it's a picture of Aphrodisiac with some babes. It says August 28, 2010, oh, yeah, Baltimore, Maryland, Ad House Books. Ad House get, Books. It's signed yeah. by our buddy Jim Rugg. Nice. Signed. Wow, and, nice. And and the book in I question. I really hope he's going to be at New York. By the way. Oh, I hope so too. Yeah. But the the book that prompted me to all this uh, gushing, of course, is Paul Pope's Comics from Mars number two. Uh, ah, yeah. Which was signed <laughs> on the back cover by Paul Pope. It's got spot varnish, son, on the cover. Whoa. Spot varnish. It's. Unbelievably gorgeous. I haven't read it yet. I only got it today. I I looked through it. Oh, he he's an institution. He is top of the heap in my book. I can't I can't stop gazing at these these pages. They are phenomenal. And of course, Chris Pitzer, uh, publisher uh, of Ad House Books, is a member of our forum. David, yes. where can they encounter Mr. Pitzer? Forum dot dot com or eleven o'clock comics dot com. You betcha. Get. I, I hope that he still has some left. It's four ninety five. 
Comics from Mars, number two by Paul Pope, THB, and I think it's like 48 pages. There's no yeah, page when, numbers. When, when it's it's it pretty out? thick. This weekend, or it came out at that yeah. uh, the Baltimore show. Okay, uh, they probably have it at Quimby's here. In, in probably, I would, yeah. I would think so. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It, it's it's phenomenal, outstanding. Just well, if you want to learn how to do comics, you pick up this THB number two, and you mm-hmm. will learn everything you need to know about making comics from this book. You could be right because there's that. There's obviously aphrodisiac and what i'm saying in this previews and chris posted something about this on our forums Mm -hmm. is uh lone pine by jed mcgowan which i think comes Uh out in november which also looks pretty good pretty fantastic so do not forget duncan the wonder dog we're waiting to get that's true i already right we should be getting that what next month i think so yeah you're right they 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 could be the 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 little engine that could this year i'm not rolling that out vince no they got a lockdown verbally and i was gonna say what but uh, I, I, I'm not hating on that. But, but so now that you bring that up, let me ask you: um, any other off-the-cuff early favorites you want to throw out there for the eleven o'clockers? I know David, uh, I think it was last week or week or two ago, he mentioned something that he thought was going to be his likely pick for one of the categories. So I know it's. I know as I read things, I often think, oh, you know, that's probably that's probably up for the the running because if you don't do that. That yeah. at the end of the year when we decide to actually, I know. Make then that, you're just looking. <laughs> you're looking back like, well, what, what came I, out like I, within the last what, three months? Because that's yeah. everything that's going to be on it. But well, I, I, figured... I remember one of my one of my drunken rambles, and and I said it was my my early favorite for, uh, yeah, Hellboy in Mexico as right? as for best as one best, shot. Yep, yep, best best single issue of the year. I remember hmm. Chris's pick last year about the Earth One graphic novels. They're kind of <laughs> the most important news of the year. <laughs> what, 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 what are they? You know, you know what? At the at the time, yeah, Come absolutely. And 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 you know what? I I think it's I think it's a terrible decision to to not do that. But you know what? They're not. Got them they're, they're not. They're not. They're not in the business of selling comic books. They're they're licensed property companies, and they make movies. They're not. In, they're not in the business of selling comic books. I do believe because they, that. Because, they, because if they were, they 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 wouldn't discontinue that program before it even got started. I'm I don't. Little, I don't I'm think. A little I, hot about it. Okay. I don't. I don't right. think they completely discontinued it. I think. I think it was a. Um, they're it, they're it, just going to let it die a slow. Well. That that's what they do, but I believe the 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 uh, the person recapping the panel. Someone's laundry's done. I believe the recap of the panel was that uh, someone took something that JMS said and mixed it with another comment or, or, or feedback from someone else. So I don't think it's it's dead before it even started. Uh, I don't know if it's been delayed, but I'll 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 try to find that link, Chris. But I. I I'm giving uh, you shit, but I don't believe that. Ian Sattler said, and then people ran with that and took it out of context. I believe you're right. You know, you know what I, I've learned over the last five years is that whenever things leak out like that and people start saying things like that, well, yeah, it's like Paul Cornell and, and Captain Britain and MI13. Right. It, that 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 is what's going to happen, but yeah. they're either not ready to make <laughs> an official face. announcement or they just don't want to. Mm-hmm. They don't want to make an announcement about it. It's like, oh no, 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 we haven't decided on that. And then all of a sudden, yeah, nothing gets yeah. solicited and it just goes away. So I have quite no doubt that that they're that, that they're pulling part. that they're pulling the plug on that. And you know, I, I don't know how the Vertigo crime stuff is done. Um, they keep pumping those things out, but um, you know, I don't we'll know talk how about they, one in a little bit. 
Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. But before we, but so Vince, do you, uh, do anybody? Does anybody have any early favorites well, that you think some, will be? What? Kick some categories out because I okay, don't remember. Well, I'll start because no. there's one. No surprise. I said it when I read it. Nothing's going to dethrone it. I, it, it, I don't see it getting dethroned over the next four months. And that is favorite OGN. Got to be Aphrodisiac. It's going to win for me. I don't. I, you know, it's my icon on the just pretty much every internet message board. I, I just love the, the thing to death. So, I, you know what? I, I think I will uh, strongly agree with you on that one. Uh, of of right now, what if Duncan the Wonder Dog is just oh sure, holy you know, phenomenal? I, but it's really going to be hard to to kick Aphrodisiac out of the out of yeah. the throne. Yeah, just yeah. the amount of creativity and 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 Jim's ability to change up style and the 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 subtle and not so subtle humor. I mean, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty brilliant book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For, on a lot of different levels. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'd be be real hard for me to say. Yeah, there's another graphic novel out there that's that's better, you know, or that right. not better. I enjoyed more. So well, let's I, start I with the like, obvious. Uh, Vince, why don't you give us favorite DC book? Because I know that's. Well, okay, I'll I'll vote for the one I, the only one I'm reading right now. But yeah, Batman Odyssey. Did, did did you see the preview pages for issue number three? No. <laughs> Neil Adams must be smoking some pretty strong herb, man, because it is it's wacky. It's it's yeah. uh ba- Bruce's Bruce is calling Alfred a jerk and a freak. Okay. <laughs> God. It's like All Star Batman and Robin two point Exactly. Yes, it, but it's this so fun. So it's good. Oh. It, no, it's so much fun to read because it does not take itself seriously. That's mm-hmm. the kind of Batman I want to read. I don't want to read uh, uh, mired in continuity. Just yeah, I got to read them all type Batman stories. Just give me something fun where Bruce is just being Batman and and not mm-hmm. uh, dragging two years of continuity along with him. Well, how about favorite ongoing? Anybody got a thought there? Float your boat this year. See, I, I, I'm leaning. I'm not sure if this is going to be. You say favorite ongoing or new ongoing? Uh, I'm not sure. Separate categories. So okay, I'm not sure if I'm going to go with this as as ongoing or just new series. But the sixth gun is definitely finding a spot somewhere. Right. Yeah, it's really on my good. ballot. Okay. Respect it. Is that that is an ongoing? Yes. Yes. I, I, wow. Yes. I'll um. I'll combine the last two and something that is um, surprising but not surprising at the same time because I, I um, we already mentioned Paul Cornell and and I really enjoy his work I, I've I've enjoyed everything that he's done uh, my favorite DC book right now and you know I don't know if I have a favorite ongoing um, but Action Comics I know this this just sticks in. David's Craw because it's an action it's a Superman-less action comics. It is it's action comics starring Lex Luthor. Right. But it is it is a lot of fun. It it's it is really good. And uh, yeah, the 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 Superboy backup really really entertaining, but uh uh Paul Cornell is writing an action comics that doesn't have Superman in it. Yeah, my laundry's done, I'm sorry. I think um, shaving. That, that that doesn't <laughs> have that doesn't have uh uh Superman in it, but it's it's a hoot, man. It is it is very cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. Favorite ongoing. I don't know. There's so many. Um Walking Dead 
Invincible. I, I, I can't pick yet. I, I have to uh, spread know, them all I, out. Seriously, and, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if I if if I pick um, Six Gun for ongoing, then I'm looking at like Thor: The Mighty Avengers, maybe you know, favorite new series. So it's new it's series, really right. something that I'm gonna. I, I have a feeling I'm I'm trying to narrow down pencilers, and right now, after reading um, Shadowland Power Man. I, okay. I I think Mahmoud is is definitely up there on my list of favorite pencils for the year. Nice, cool. Nice. I can't front on that. Um, favorite ongoing off the top of my head is hard. I think favorite new series uh, is going to be it's going to be a, a coin toss right now between uh, American Vampire and um, Day Tripper. Which I guess is technically a limited series, it's a many, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's twelve issues, so it's lasted the entire year. Is ten it? issues. Oh, it's ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. But also so good. Empire. I'll throw yeah. some out for. Uh, how about favorite miniseries? Uh, there's well, a, there's that would be Day Tripper for me. Okay. Well, that would be one of my choices, Day Tripper. Mm-hmm. How about Fearless Dawn from Asylum? Anybody reading that? I haven't read it. No. no oh. It's, it's Steve Mannion's exquisite. His his artwork is amazing. Part Wrightson, part Sutton. It and it has that EC sensibility. It has a Dave Stevens love of cheesecake and beautiful nice. women. It, oh, it's great. It's Nazi Nazi monsters and zombies. The aviation Ooh, aspect from I know. Uh, there's there's a strong aviation vibe from it. it it's great. Um, one of the books I'm going to talk about later on tonight would definitely be a contender. Uh, Neonomicon is a contender so far with okay, me. Maybe. Well, uh, it's got to it's got to wrap up before the end of the year which it's not going to do. Uh, uh, what are we wild, uh, the wild hunt, you know, the wild hunt that that's was yeah. great. Uh the uh, abyssal plane from uh Abe Sapien. There's so many mini series that, mm-hmm. that we can pick. Because it's uh, still fresh in my mind uh, right now, I would say Spider-Man Fever. Okay. Ah. Sure. And mm-hmm. have to, let's not forget, uh, it's still early, but Artifacts might be able to make a run if it stays Oh, strong. yes. Damn it. You're yeah, right. it's, 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 it's only going to be like halfway done by then. Yeah. Pretty There's much. No, yeah. if, if it blows you away, you could... No, 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 no. If many series and events have taught us anything, it's to hold off judgment. Yeah, that's true. Decide yeah, that, that is fair. Audience, take note. If Chris votes for anything that has not completed before the <laughs> oh, 10, 11 o'clock, yes, please hey, remind him. Yeah, uh, I stick me to that because I tell you what, there's been a lot. There's been a lot of good um, three-quarter completed miniseries that were were events that that fall on their fucking ass uh, mm-hmm. in the la- in the last chapter. You know, so. as I'm thinking it through, what uh, a, a definitely a contender for best ongoing for me this year, Echo. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, I've really uh, enjoyed it. It's it's I've enjoyed it from the start, but this it's it it about an arc ago it started picking up full speed ahead, and I think it ends at thirty five issue thirty five. That's right. why it's it, hard for me to think of that as an ongoing. I it, it's hard for me to think of any um, planned finite series as as an ongoing. I just think of it as as an extended story. Um, that's silly. You know what I mean. Well, but again, I mean, by your own admission, you no, couldn't vote for, for for limited because it isn't over. So how would you? I mean, that doesn't. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, it's going on for over three it, years. It, yeah, but it there's has no hard and fast end. He just said no, he thinks it, he's going to wrap around thirty-five. 
Yeah, what I'm saying, it has a planned ending. So it's not, it's not, Fantastic Four is an ongoing because Marvel will publish that until they, they shut their doors. Well, then what about S.H.I.E.L.D. then? If, if, if Hickman has a plan right. for that, I mean, is that an ongoing? No. Yes, it is. Okay. No, it's it not. No, it's I think not. You're, you're splitting no, no, hairs. No, yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do. Ooh, David. Ding, ding, ding. I'm a tag. But see, I am right. <laughs> Okay, it's, all right, all right. It's favorite, like, no, favorite it's event, a, it's favorite a, event right it's now. A, it's a finite series. Second oh, coming. really? Fuck all events. None my, of them are my favorite. Not my favorite Death event of, right now. Second coming. Death of my. Um, but I'd say that's the only event this year. I really, <laughs> you know, that's it. Wait, 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 wait. Artifacts is an event. Well, right, but again, that's early. You're, you're, that's you're early. No, you're, no, no, artifacts is not an event. Artifact, artifacts is a maxi series. Oh my God! No, Artifacts no, is an event because no, it affects is, every book in the Top exactly, Cow universe. Exactly. You're steeped in the Top Cow universe, Vince. You you feel that way. Me, I'm I'm dipping my toe in the water for the first time, so I'm not. I don't feel this overwhelming sense like, oh my God, everything's connected. I don't feel that. Oh way my God! Yet. It might. It might by the time. It, did it, Did you know that? Th- uh, Magdalena, which was originally solicited as an ongoing, is now a six-issue series. Better vote for it, Chris. Now the thing I'll vote for it as my ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Venom. The Venom this episode. I love it. <laughs> I didn't know that beer was bitter. The, the, uh, nice. I'm drinking whiskey now. Oh, that explains a lot. Yeah. I don't confront me. <laughs> to be fair, Ron Mars and... The Top Cow publisher have both called Artifacts their mega event. So with a hyphen, so you know it's, it's an yeah, event. You know, it's like a yeah, oh, okay, it's a it's, okay, fine, it's a mega. Event. <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> okay, um, favorite writer, I th- was mentioning Mr. Uh, Mars. He's coming close. He's coming close. He's not going to okay. win for me, but uh, I have to give the man his due. He does some yes. mighty fine work. Mm-hmm. Um, That's one I haven't decided yet because a there are so many and yeah. I just haven't thought it through. I, I so many I'm grooving on. Um, I voted for I would, DNA last year and I don't think year to date they would be near the top right. of my list this year. So it'll be a right. vote. Well, because they, they, they got they, kneecapped. The only the only man who can get me to buy a, a Marvel comic right now. Bendis. Nope. <laughs> DMB <laughs> baby in the house. Oh Fred, Hickman, Fred, Fred Van Wanny. Wow. Oh yes. I'm I'm leaning towards him, but um, he for me he it's either Loeb or Miller. It. Man, <laughs> my JMS. <laughs> I would put the dick hat on there for a second. Yes, too is gonna be my new favorite. I go what Van, Van Wanny is a guy that gets it. He he does. He, he does. Knows, and, 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 and he knows what makes for fun. I was just but. Fun mm-hmm. comic books that still appeal to us old crusty fanboys. And he, you, yeah. you, you read his books, and you can it, it feels like he's having fun telling the stories. Oh yeah, humor, uh, humor intelligence. Mm-hmm. He he knows how to tell a damn good story, and he can pull it out in the final inning. How to and, do a and, baseball reference? And and I tell you what, 
if, as far as he can he can tell a a hardcore action espionage style story or i mean we all know that he writes some of the funniest dialogue out there if he puts his mind to it uh, picked up one today that it honestly if he if he hadn't been writing it i wouldn't have bought it in a million years um t- have you guys had a chance to uh, read taskmaster number not one yet. no not yet but it is highly anticipated it's really good yeah. Really good, well, and, and I tell you what, this, this guy, and I, I have a feeling it's a uh, CB Sobolski find. This Jeff T. Paolo, Hefty Paolo. He's been, oh yeah, we, we've seen him. He was yeah. in Doctor Voodoo and he Black did Panther. Yeah. Voodoo. He did the, did he, he did Moon Knight oh, Annual. Yeah, he did the yeah. secret. He did the secret invasion part of Black Panther. That was Romander who wrote was, that, or yeah, and then he yeah. was the. Yeah. Um, then he well, was Aaron the Black Panther for Doctor Voodoo. Right, thank you. Real do not. Really Do not overlook uh, Van Lenti's one-time partner in Mr. Greg Pack. Absolutely. Yeah. You betcha. Mm-hmm. So I tell you, Fred Van Lenti is a guy that I, I, he does, you know, kind of the yeoman's work, kind of like Pack. Um, but I, for my money, I don't know if Marvel has a better a better writer as as far as like superhero stuff right now. Yeah. I, yeah. That's well, Jeff Parker. But yeah, I mean Van Van, Van Lenti is. <laughs> Same, same, same cloth. The, yeah. You know, same. Yeah, very much. B- biggest letdowns probably first wave. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. I didn't mean okay. that to go over like level <laughs> order. I just, I read well, the third issue and I'm like, yeah. I guess I, I, I didn't I, I'm, have I'm, I'm liking the many for that going in. I was curious and bought them to see what, what, what was what. But since I don't have much of a, much of a tie to those characters to begin with. Okay. The only one I've stuck with is the spirit, and that's largely because I want to support Justin. that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's I, I, I like uh, the mini, I like the miniseries, and I, I am reading spirit. I was, I, was um, yeah. I like the art. You know, rags, rags, Morales artwork. You can't really hey, go wrong. One, one, one issue does not uh, a miniseries make, and not that I'm being apologist, but, but, but three is halfway to the end. Yeah, you're right. I really like the first two issues. Did you read the third yet? Maybe. I'm trying to. <laughs> I, I really liked the first two issues. No, I really, I really did like the first. I mean, I have read the third issue yet. Oh. Actually, I know that the third issue is Daryl's cover of the year because it's Batman on the cover with guns. Ah, uh, nice. well, yeah. Well, he should be reading Odyssey then. Because Batman's got guns in Odyssey. <sighs> yeah, but, and witty banter. No, I like the first wave mini, but it's it's the Doc Savage stuff I wasn't getting into. But no, it's 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 all right. All right, how about how, my biggest letdown? It's a little harsh. My like, biggest letdown of the year, by far, easy to pick. Earth one. No, Poser Man of the Atom. That that solar that that they just oh put out from Dark Oh, you're right. That first that, oh, Dennis Ca- Dennis Calero is is talented. I'll give yeah. him that. But that that first issue is co- almost completely poser, and oh, it's just I yeah. I don't like to trash artists. Let's just say it didn't click with me, and it's sad because it, it's solar. You need to get, and it was the first book to launch this this rejuvenated Valiant character line out of Dark Horse, and it just it it it's just horrible. But 
there there is uh, redemption yep. because yep. any of you guys read Magnus? Bill Ryan first Reinhold, issue. Right here, I have not read it yet. Oh, Six Gun instead, but I. I Bill it. Bill Reinhold is still a badass. You betcha. Yes. If if there's anything that will wash the taste of the the solar out of your mouth and uh, buy you dinner, it's Magnus. He did. Uh, Bill Reinhold did a phenomenal job on this. It it, it 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 looks vintage in some spots, and it looks very very new in some spots. His his figure drawing, his panel composition, David. If you thumb through. It he he's got a Rick Leonardi air vibe going on in the say it's beautiful and you get Russ Manning in the first issue fifty six pages cool. for three fifty now okay oh. now now I will I will compliment Solar number one with this they 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 reprint Solar's first appearance in the back and then unlike unlike what Marvel does when they bulk up their first issues and they just throw a reprint in there at the bottom of the last page it says read more in the archives at no point like in the gorilla man first issue of the miniseries you get a you, you get a gorilla backup not necessarily a ken hale story but it's a gorilla backup but if you were interested in it that's it that's all you got they don't point you in any direction on on where to go from there so i i, I compliment dark horse for saying listen if you dug this we got a buttload right. of archives that you but, can go but with. see it's sad because in that instance uh, the vintage material was far more compelling than, yes. than the new stuff, and that's wrong. That, that's just yeah. plain wrong, especially to 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 relaunch uh, a beloved line of uh, a, a line of beloved characters. And there was just nothing it, interesting in that story. I don't give a shit about no, this writer. No, no, drop the ball. Life and, oh god. But I will say the the Magnus shooter still has the 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 the. Uh, eccentricities in his writing there's some goofy dialogue yes there's there, there's some really yeah, wah, 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 era of, um, i feel like magnus effect. all of a sudden <laughs> you I need robot yeah but i mean the art is so Vince damn no good no, well, no because my my, br my brain's in game. oh am i i'm sorry <laughs> no i'm sorry continue, continue. sad trombone <laughs> There's no timestamp, so he's not going to know when to put that in. I know. Uh, Bill Reinhold, by the way, guy that, uh, and, and I've got a, a warm uh, space in my heart for, for uh, Bill Reinhold because he's a Chicagoan, but uh, that's a guy that I think got labeled as an anchor. And man, you, you want to talk about a guy who's just an all around amazing artist that uh, uh, people should be aware of his work. He's. He's he's one of the good ones, man. I agree. I have a biggest disappointment so far. Now that I think about it, oh. uh, GI Joe Hearts and Minds. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of just fell on the floor like a dead fish, didn't mm -hmm. it? Well, well as that's you know, not I, harsh. I'm a huge Max Brooks fan. Uh, so when they announced that he was writing a GI Joe comic, I couldn't have been happier. Yeah, that's true. You were, uh, and. It just, yeah, I was probably more excited about it than most human beings, and it just, uh, just, just a case of too high expectations. It ended up being effectively, uh, it could have been G.I. Joe Origins. I don't know why they had to break it apart to something separate, which yeah. in and of itself would have been fine. And then, again, good Jake and bad Jake, and in my opinion, this is bad Jake, and just, mm -hmm. it just hasn't, it just didn't grab me to the point where I, of all the G.I. Joe titles that are coming out now, and my seeming unending appetite for them, this is one that I gladly would have stopped buying after that first issue had I not pre-ordered. 
Mm-hmm. So. You know, I think the format, am I good? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think, I think the hearts and minds format definitely works against them because uh, short story writing is an art. And right. what, what, what he's doing is writing a half of short story, uh, for each character. And what are you going to do in 11 pages? I mean, there, there, there's not many guys yeah. that can pull off yeah. an 11 page yeah. story. When I heard that, when I heard that Max Brooks was going to be writing a G.I. Joe, um, series, I wanted a story, not, not a bunch of, you know, mm-hmm. bite sized portions. Of characters we really don't care all that much yeah. about. Well, no, I you know I I don't care about that. You know, so you know we the joke has been coming up. There are no bad characters. If he wanted to do a six issue you know series about you know Serpentor, that that's fine. That would be cool. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, you know, Gage and and Costa are, are are kind of doing that in it, that anyway. But you know, he could take the worst of the the GI Joe characters and and write. If he writes a great miniseries, that's that's awesome. That's what I'm looking for. He, but yeah, these like bite-sized like vignette stories that don't really have a ton of depth to them. Well, like, they Neh. they don't they don't resonate because he doesn't have enough room. I mean, he has yeah, to hit the yeah. ground running. So yeah, e- even right. I, I, the, the idea of making us care about these characters that of which we have no interest that's great. But if you got 11 pages to do it, ah, that's that's a hard thing to do. It is. Well, think about it, right? Because with Origins and and also with the one shot for Jay Cobra, we've gotten a 40 plus page history of Tomax and Zaymot, which is incredible. We've mm-hmm. had one shot issues on characters like Snow Job and Crockmaster, and these again to to the point of characters, these are not top tier. Uh, number one, I mean, this isn't Snake Eyes and Scarlet and Destro, right? These are secondary and tertiary G.I. Joe characters. Crockmaster's uh, a badass, fan- though. Yeah, they've been fantastic. They've been yeah. fantastic. The the issue with um, uh, the Baroness issue that was uh, that was drawn by Templesmith, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You know? So, I think G.I. Joe Origins probably has been underrated relative to the other titles. I have a feeling it's the one that Few, few, the fewest people feel the need to read because it is somewhat uh, of a one and done type of thing, and that doesn't always keep people's attention as much. But uh, I, I don't think I've read an issue of that that I haven't really enjoyed. Um, yeah. So, Can, yeah. Uh, just for a second, back to the Magnus. What I was saying when yes. I got all Davros was the the goofy dialogue that that shooter lapses into like you infuriating lughead and the 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 kind of kitschy abbreviations for the the places and things and just just that that era specific style that shooter has the reinhold art makes me forget about it the calero art just added to the it's not yeah you're absolutely right yeah I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. And Legia is gorgeous. Reinhold draws her. She is dropped. This is how Mary Jane should always look. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think uh, Wood's most anticipated news is a uh, Gambit Man Without Fear. <laughs> is that true? Oh, I love it. <laughs> I hope love I, don't, it. I don't think it's true. I don't I think hope it's, it's not true. But it would just be a book that I wouldn't read if it is true. So yeah, it, yeah. it makes none of a mind to me. They what they call it Gambit Man Without Sales. <laughs> <laughs> that is, oh, nice. Dude, I got into an argument with a kid at work who, who was telling wow. me that, that Gambit is like his the best X-Men. I had to leave the fucking room. He said that? Yeah. Uh, what was he, he like, 12? say that because, well, hey, for a generation of people, it probably is. I, I, I was going to say, I, I was, oh, was he year two? 
two. It was at least two years ago, but I remember because it still sticks in my crawl. The Uncanny X Cast guys had a thread on their forums about the very thing: who are your favorite X Men, your least favorite, that sort of thing. And I clicked on it and was overwhelmed at how many people had gambit in their favorites. I and know. I said, "That's well, okay, strange." Dude, favorite Car- cartoon, cartoon. No, I understand. That's right. Oh. Think, think, right. Yes. think about right. how many people became X Men fans because of X Men the animated series, and he Julian, was a, was into X Men because of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, hey, I, I Marta, her before the movie. Her only exposure to the X Men was that animated series, yes. wow. and and Gambit was a hot character with the X Men at the time, and was a featured character. It's, See, I don't even remember back in the nineties. Uh, even the people who bought X Men didn't like Gambit, or the majority no, of them. No, 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 no. It, well, in, in our store, no, it was like no, freaking no, no, Gambit no, 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 again. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gambit was the hotness for quite a long time with the X-Men. Yeah, I mean, come well, on. That, maybe that, in Chicago. <laughs> well, I will say, no, not, the, not the no, sales no, are, are, are anything, but the first appearance of Gambit yeah. still fetches a pretty penny. Yeah, that's crazy. Before before Weifeld and and the, the cable explosion and all that, My Gambit, boy. Gambit, My boy. Gambit was in, the way... The way I remember it, Gambit was the kind of the hot character of the moment to the point of being probably as popular as Wolverine. And everybody got. Oh my out. God! Really? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, oh yeah. 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 Gambit. Gambit was hanging out with that young Storm. Yeah. You, I mean, yeah, yeah. Now you see, he, uh, he was he was the new Batman. That's why. That's, that's why. Been, I would buy an ongoing Storm comic. Way before oh, I would even touch wow. an ongoing Gambit. Yeah, that is strong. That's heavy. Gambit's ridiculous. I have you, a playing you, card, you, and I'm going to charge it with yeah. my mystic kinetic energy and hey, fling it at me. I got a staff. Hey, and well, I don't know that. A, I, he's I don't a Cajun power is the problem. I just think it's the costume it's, and the corniness. Yeah, and the, and the accent. Yeah. Yeah, oh, just everything. Yeah, because his costume is cornier than any other costume out there. It is Chris, take a step back. Yeah, really. Take a step back and just breathe and think. You're okay, defending Gambit. You're defending Gambit. And look at everything we're fucking talking about. His <laughs> costume is so much cheesier than Wolverine's. Wolverine's is classic. Well, no, because it, oh, the, the, the brown and tan is. Yeah, it's awesome. second, son. I love the purple tiara. That's what works for me with Gambit. They're all fucking ridiculous. I don't know. And they cables. are all fucking ridiculous. It's just it depends on what level of it, ridiculous. You know, it's ridiculous. The new outfit. Batman. The new Batman outfit's kind of fucking ridiculous. Did What's Gambit ever have a pouch? I don't think so. Okay, the that's the and, and, oh, and the poster and coaster. Wait, 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 wait. All right, everybody. Hello. Shh. One second. One second. Now you can talk. See, we have to just bring it down a little bit. I gave you three. He doesn't stop. What you? You price. That's that's your third. That's your third not veiled DC shot tonight. Oh, don't even. First of all, it's not my fault. And now the student has become the master. <laughs> that, that that that's your third fucking shot, and I'm just calling that on it. That that okay, Mister Marvel noise. It's hey. it. Yeah, he I, does a great job okay, at that I too. Could, I could. There are plenty. Oh, of hey, I did, did I did, 
There are. Oh, should I say that my 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 biggest disappointment of the year? I need you guys to look at the thread I just sent. Like, you're killing me. Oh my god, it's the worst thing ever. Keep concentrate now. Oh my god. Alright, now let's see. What? I could I could have I could have said that my biggest disappointment was that fucking retarded heroic age banner, but no, I didn't. That's just graphic design, though. It's an embarrassment. It's an eyesore. There's no doubt. It's it it is. It is. I'm wait. I'm waiting for this. Who was the Soul Train guy? Who was the Soul Train guy? Don Cornelius to come by and say, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 well, I, 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 I don't like it at all. You know, I, you know I love you. Yes. All right. Hard. Let's let's pull back from the chaos a little bit. Even though chaos is a very right. good thing, it's not a good thing for podcasting. Okay. You need some order. So let. How about favorite? Um, yes, a little bit of order is is always a good thing. Uh, how about favorite reprint material? I have a contender, and it just Ooh. came out this week, I believe. That's today, yeah. yeah the yeah, today. Uh, the amazing screw on head. Mm-hmm. That okay. that's up there. Okay. For for reprint oh. material, yeah, yeah. It's because that's for, for such an obscure, like weird one shot. What what a great great but story. For, but what a value! It would be absolute planetary, just because I had been waiting all this time to read it. Fine. Yeah. 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 How yeah, about nice. the Ashley Wood, Ben Templesmith, um, Hellspawn collection? Any of you get that? I haven't seen it. Oh, go out no. and get it now. <laughs> I would have probably voted for the Usagi Ojimbo big Hella volume that was supposed to come out, but now it's coming out next year. Next yeah. year, right? But I think it's it's going to be well worth the wait. You're talking 1,200 pages yeah. for a buck and a quarter. That's that's And even less with the discount. That's really not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's Stan Sakai. The guy's again uh, one of the masters. Yeah. So what else we got? So we're gonna talk some actual comics. Okay. So there, there are our preliminary, kind of, sort of, half-assed picks for the upcoming eleven o'clock. Well, we winged it. We did. We did. Now, of yeah, course, now, we now, did. Now hold on to this episode and see how different our actual answers are. Come the early for, part for of the, the majority. Break. I agree. Yeah, but it's gonna be. Really tough to kick Ad House out of that spot for me. Really hard. You could be right if if yeah. if Duncan is is as good as I think it may be. You could mm-hmm. be right. Mm-hmm. And um, so we should talk regular, ordinary comics. And if you'd like to participate in our eleven o'clockers, we'll let you know if you come to our forum. BullpenBulletinsPodcast.com forward slash forum. David recently revamped it. Did a great job. You can come and see our awesome haunt banner. If that's not a nomination for best ongoing, I don't know what is. Come on. Come to our forum. Yes. Hush. Image United, baby. It's going to be ongoing for the next five fucking years. There you go. There's your ongoing. See, I love that book. I'm sorry. I'm not apologizing for the fact that I love it. Three. Why why are you dissing events, Chris? What the hell? How that's, many not an, that's, not, that's not an event. That oh, is an okay. exercise of masturbation. <laughs> <sighs> what? You're so it is. you're so jaded. It's fun. No, I'm not. I'm not jaded. I'm. I'm just calling it like it is. Does that's your life funny. depend on the next issue of Image United coming no, out I don't on give time? A fuck. There There's you go. So don't complain. It's. It's just. I'm not complaining. I'm not. Complaining. Oh, okay. Lordy, Lordy. Alrighty now. How about Elephant Man? Best ongoing. There you go. Elephant Man. Yeah, did I say Elephant Man? You yeah. did. Elephant I'm man. sorry. I'm elephant not an animal. Richard Starkings, uh, Elephant Man is great. 
I mean, yeah, absolutely. And and uh, for uh, as good as uh, Ad House is, Image is up there with my choice for best publisher. But I don't know. Mm. Just, Ad House is just doing some special stuff. Special stuff. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. Image has had a nice year. I don't. I don't know. I mean, they've got you know, Chew Chew is still working it, and you got Bulletproof Coffin, uh, King Walking City, Dead, of course, um, uh, Guardian uh, Guardians of the Globe. Uh, mm-hmm. The first issue was Guardian of the Globe. Guardian of the Globe. Cowboy Ninja. Down. This yeah, you don't forget. You you look at all the the diverse titles they publish. They publish a lot of great books, but it's just that they're, they're are, they, are they are they publishing that much anymore? Yeah, it seems like they scaled back a little bit. Well, Ooh. image. image? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't see it now. Um, Cowboy Ninja works. Viking. Yeah, uh, the the book that I want to talk about, and I hope you've read it. Uh, I didn't they, get it yet. Well, what do you mean you didn't get it? Should be in your box. Which, Which one? one? Next Gen Wars? No, the book Which I want to talk about. Nancy, oh. Nancy in Hell. Oh no, I didn't get that. No, you didn't. You didn't get it. I didn't get it. No, no. Oh boy. Well, you well, want me to get it out of the way then? No, and I would have, but I'll get it out of the way. Okay. I thought it was Sam and Twitch. No, it, there's a there's a Sam and Twitch miniseries that just wrapped up called The Writer. Yeah, how'd you feel Uh-oh. about that? Oh, good lord! It was <laughs> it was it was not good. Really? Yeah, no, it was not <laughs> good enough. By the collected edition, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't read it. They, they the 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 text and the dialogue and everything is is for the majority of the book white text floating on a colored background. Uh, oh. It's just ridiculously it's hard to read. Yeah, Nancy in Hell. This book is I, initially I I ordered it because Juan Ho, what's his name? Um, Juan, Jose, Juan Rip. Jose Rip is on art, so you know what you're going to get. You, if if you see that name on a solicitation, you you know you're going to get manic, ultra obsessive attention to detail. This 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 frenzy, this explosion of visual information. So the the visuals were were locked down for me with Rip. It was written by El, El Torres. It's a four-issue miniseries. The gist of the uh, situation, we have Nancy Simmons, who, in typical slasher movie fashion, was the last victim of a bad dude, and unlike the slasher film, she did not find a way out of her situation, and he killed her. She died, and she went to hell. And that's where the book opens. Nancy's in a bar in hell recounting her experiences. This has the typical... uh, things that one would expect to find in a book in hell you have uh the coop-esque red uh devil girls with the sexy ass bikinis and the the chains and there's rampant sex there's rampant use of alcohol there's perversions there's babies being thrown into pools of, of fire there's martyrs and orgies and decapitations and maimings and just everything that you would expect to to see in a book about hell but there's a really neat hook to this book hell is a living organism that feeds on the souls cast into it in other words you enter hell yourself you you're completely cognizant you you are uh, you retain the memories and everything that you had when you were on the surface but over a period of time you become what they call the brain dead hell leeches your identity away 
and totally dissolves you to feed on your life essence. That's what runs hell. The, the, the uh, distilled life essence of all the people cast into it. That to me, if I had to think of the, the most, the worst thing that could ever happen to me, and, and unfortunately, this is what I'm going through with my mom right now, who has like Alzheimer's, is losing my identity, losing who I am, forgetting all my experiences, uh, unlearning everything that I've, I've uh, encountered in my life and all the people that were special to me and all the, the uh, instances in my life that, that actually meant something to me. Losing that is by far the worst thing I could ever contemplate. That's torture, and and that's what this is. It's it, the the hell will liquefy your soul to feed to stoke the fires. In other words, and it, it, that's more than I bargained for. I just thought it was going to be a, a hedonistic, explicit, and it is uh, romp, uh, a gore fest, demons and and hellhounds and TNA from Nancy, who spends the majority of the, the book in uh, Daisy Duke shorts and a bra. Yeah, it's it's really it's visually stunning, but there's more to this book than just uh eye candy. There there's a there's a message going on. And it's kind of got thematic ties to that Sandman story. Remember when Lucifer uh said, "You know what? I'm through with this. I'm done. I'm out of here." Uh what was that that storyline? Um the one about the key. He hands the key over to um Morpheus You've read Sandman, yeah? You know I haven't. I have okay. never. You've never read Sandman? Nope. You never borrowed Sal's? Wow. I got two of them sitting on my shelf. Well, anyway, Lucifer, Lucifer shows up in this and uh, encounters Nancy. And like the Lucifer in uh, Gaiman's Sandman, he's pretty much had enough and, and he wants to be finished with it. And that's where the first issue ends. But Nancy wields a chainsaw and just rips the shit out of... I mean, there's a lot of red in this book. <laughs> it, it's very explicit, as you would expect from Rip. I mean, the guy does detail great. There's... All kinds of perversions. Check it out. It, it's fantastic. But there, there's a little bit more meat on the bone than you would expect from a book like this. That's why I'm, I'm wholeheartedly endorsing this title. I love it, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Strippers in hell, lesbians. It, come on, you got to read it. And uh, Nancy in Hell, two ninety nine, four issue miniseries from Image. Wraparound cover by Rip. It's all gold. All of it. Nice. Gold, Jerry. Gold. That's right. I love Rip, and that guy's doing a lot of work. I mean, he's kicking out, kick, out not only one Marvel, really? but yeah, he's doing Wolverine, that. Yeah, but he's doing Silent Wolverine of all time. Yes, and he's uh, doing that. He just did that Punisher thing, the for Marvel Max. Mm. There was a Punisher book that he's came got out. Moon Knight, right? Or he did a Moon Knight issue. He's everywhere, and and like rightly it? so. He's great. I think he's very good. He's yeah, from the Darwin or, or the uh, Jeff Darrow. Darrow Jeff Darrow school. But so what? He does it well. Yeah. Yeah. I love Daryl. What else uh, we got? I love Rip. I uh, um I need to uh, to mention that I had a guest spot on. I was moonlighting this guy this week, guys. Oh my God! On what? Yeah. Listen to it. I, did I do okay, or was a bad one, idiot? No, absolutely, it was good time. <laughs> Too <All> easy. Right. <laughs> I always get worried when I'm on <laughs> yeah, other shows. I'll be a bad one idiot on this show. Anytime, there you go. But I get worried brain. about being a bad one idiot on other shows. You know, yeah, I need, you... I, what? 
Guess what? That's funny. You know, I I, I don't want to suck the 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 shit on somebody else's show, but I'll come right. back on ours and do it. I'll save all the crap for ours. <laughs> well, you know, love I, you. I actually talked about our show. On, okay, I was on. I was on Awesome by Comics. Oh, with, uh, good with show. With and Evie and Aaron, and uh, uh, we're gonna have to have them on as guests now. With the cool. next time that somebody that somebody can't make the show because they they are very interested in sitting in with us and I, I had a great time it was uh, it was really uh, really a fun show to do and I and I talked about our show how I never think of it as a show and uh, um, I think that's, that's a, a big a big reason why why it works for us is because it's just right. four exactly. guys sitting around and and bullshitting that's what makes it real because yeah, we, do, yeah, we yeah, don't we, so because please, we so, don't care yeah. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so go and check out Awesome by Comics because Evie and Aaron are awesome, uh, awesome people. I'm awesomed by them. Um, and they do, they do a fantastic show. Way more, uh, formatted and organized than ours. They do like a weekly, a weekly award show and, uh, and they do a damn fine job with it. So go check out Awesome by Comics. Um, I wholeheartedly endorse that. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, and whenever I was on the show, um, my my book of the week was an odd pick, but um, I'm I'm enjoying this so much that I wanted to bring it to our little group of listeners here at eleven o'clock. And uh, it is the abominable uh, Charles Christopher, the the, the first nice. from Carl Kershaw. He is yeah. he's collected what I'm kind of thinking it's the first volume of his webcomic in an absolutely beautiful hardcover. Now, yeah. I'm lucky because I live in a town that has a comic shop like Challengers that recognized how cool this was, and they they ordered copies of it. And um, according to Patrick at, at Challengers, they're the only comic shop in the country that, that was carrying it. Wow! What? Yeah, really? Yeah, That's yeah. Insane. So, um, you need to. Really? Wow. Yeah, if you want, if you want to buy this hardcover, uh, I'm assuming that you need to either uh, track down Carl Kershaw at a uh, uh, at a convention or go to www.abominable.cc and you can uh, you can probably drill down for information on, on obtaining the hardcover. But it is a uh, a beautiful presentation. Um, if folks out there aren't familiar with the abominable Charles Christopher, it is Carl Kershaw's uh, weekly webcomic. It's weekly, right? Is it weekly or every couple of days? But yeah, I would say it's, it's more I, frequent than weekly. Yeah. Okay. It's but basically, you know, if you know Carl Kershaw, um, he did Teen Titans Year One. He did the uh, the Flash comic in Wednesday's Comics, which was one of my absolute favorites, and I love Francis uh, Manipal. But Carl Kershaw needs to be doing a Flash book because yes. his Flash his Flash is just it's right. It, it he he. It's right. Um, he's an amazing cartoonist, and he does a webcomic called The Abominable Charles Christopher, which is, um, it, I don't want to call it like a naturistic comic, but it's really more, it, it's about a snowman named Charles, and it has, because it's a webcomic and it's delivered as a strip, there is a story that it follows, but 
there are a lot of of gag strips that are mixed in there right. that are just you know just really kind of funny strips, but you'll get one of those and then you'll get a couple strips that are the 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 larger story and then it'll go off on a tangent and do a couple other gags but put together in this hardcover collection it 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 builds this world that is um about this this forest and these animals and the relationships that they have and then this this kind of like bigger mystical story around it and it's it's funny and it's heartwarming and it's heartbreaking and it's inspiring and entertaining it is I, I, it's it's hard to explain but from beginning to end this book did everything that comics are supposed to do for me it, i i went through every um you know every spectrum of of what is good about comics with this i mean i'm i'm in love with this book Awesome. It's cool. a great webcomic. I, I love it. Really Kershaw's Kershaw astounding. And the book, I haven't gotten a copy yet, but it's uh, gorgeous. It's it gorgeous. Is gorgeous. It looks. It's a. It's a. It's a beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. He has a master edition that. It's it, the book is forty bucks. I think is the cover price, right, Chris? Forty yeah. bucks. Yeah. But he has a master edition. If you go on his site, um, uh, where he it's the same book, but he he, he signs it and he does a sketch card for you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll tell you what, if I, if I find him at a convention and, and, you know, if I, if I throw this, this $40 book that I paid $49 for, um, uh, on, on the table, I, I hope I get a little bit, of, <laughs> a little sketch in it. Anyway. Uh-huh, there you go. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, is it, it's, is it huge? I mean, $49, is it, there's a lot of content then. I um, 144 pages. Yeah, but, it's, it's like it's, three strips on a page or, let me. Okay, it's ten and a half by seven and a half. Yeah, I mean it's it's a really it's a really nice presentation. First of all, and let me just say it's it's heavy on quality, if not content, for the price point. Okay. And and I understand that he probably didn't print twenty thousand of these. Right, right. So I was I was cool with it, and you know I, I mean we all buy books out there yep. that it's like, you know what? Yeah, okay, I'll spend thirty bucks on that and you take yeah, a year to get to it and whenever you do, it's it's okay. This was I mean, this was probably the best fifty dollars I've spent this year. The, this we're talking eleven eleven o'clock scripts. This is gonna end up in there. I, I don't know in what fucking category. Um <laughs> serious, serious, I don't know what I, I don't know I don't know is, but I know that I loved it. I don't know if it's an OGN or a webcomic or a ongoing or a maxi or a mini. I have no idea. All I know is that it's really good comics. Hmm. Good enough. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a beautiful book. And I cried like a fucking schoolgirl in the middle of it. Big old loppy big Splooshy tears. It was I have the so video. Boring. If anybody wants to see that, it was it was sad. My wife, my wife looks at me and she's like, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm like, <laughs> and I told her what happened. And she's like, she's like strap on all." And- yeah, it's, she's like, "You're you're retarded." 
Set <laughs> 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 the um, fuck down. So, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> big, big old heavy man tears on this one. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then two pages later, I'm laughing. It's, yeah, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty special book. Good for you. You Jace. have no interest in it, do you? I didn't you're, say that. No, I, you're not, I just, you're not. you know, for all the internet <laughs> hopping I do, I very rarely frequent the, the web comics. My yeah, fault. I, I know that about you, and it does yeah. fascinate me. It's, it's my yeah. fault. I, I just, I don't have, no, well, that's, not, that's not, that's not, that's, digitally. that's not fair. I don't make the time mm-hmm. to, to visit, the, I don't know why. You're breaking I, I, Julian it, and mm-hmm. Zach's and Dave Wacker's part right now. Yeah. But it, me, you know, hey, if I'm, I, I'm right no, there with them, I, I would, I would much rather buy the collected web comics and read them uh, in paper. I'm gonna get but, it that way. But see, it, it's not even the uh, the format. I have nothing against reading comics on a computer screen. It's just the the uh, the routine, the schedule. This the schedule of like maybe one equivalent of one page per week. I would mm-hmm. much rather just sit down with the whole story at once. Just that's do, why I got the, just that's why give I got me the, the damn collect. thing in one shot. Yeah. Hey, fr- Freak Angels. No, I buy it in say. trade. I, I don't. I don't. I don't read it online. I buy me it in too. trade. Me too. Yeah. But it's. I mean, those guys, like Julian and 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 Zach and and Dave Wachter. Oh my God, their stuff is great. But and, and I, I will support them any way I can. It's just I don't. I just. I don't even think of it. It's not like well, hey, like I just got done reading the Drudge Report. Let's go see what this web comic is is today's right. episode. I just don't well, do I, it. I, I don't even think of it. In my RSS reader, so I just get them as they come out. I, don't I, even, I, I cannot. I cannot wait to buy the Guns of Shadow Valley graphic novel. Exactly. I. I, I don't think Dave's I, planning on it anytime soon, though. I, he was well, asking about it recently. He said he has no plans to do that anytime soon. Whenever, whenever he does, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I'll give him. A I'll hug. tell you, we we did promise last year that because we did a, a, it was an omission that we would from here on out make that an eleven o'clock category best right. Comic. And it's going to be right. very hard because. Most of the web comics I read on a consistent basis are, they are all excellent, but they're also by buddies. Right. So that makes voting harder, I think. Depends yeah. on who kisses my ass the most. Exactly. Wow. Honestly. Start sending us start start free involved. shit. Yeah, oh. <laughs> no. I'm joking. Totally joking. No. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I have a brief aside. Just a brief aside. It is comics related, so, so humor me. I did something today I haven't done in at least 10 years. Stroked it? Had a good BM. No, bathed? No. <laughs> oh, you're lucky I love y'all. Um, <laughs> I, there was a time that I was extremely immersed in the world of darkness. I'm talking about the role-playing games from White Wolf, uh, Va- okay. Vampire Vampire the Masquerade, Werewolf, uh, Changeling, uh, uh-huh. all that stuff. And um, I got away from it for a number of reasons. The, the, there was too much product, too expensive uh, but today, I had a really sweet discount at Borders. I had a 33% off coupon, another 10% personal shopping day, and I had $5 Border Bucks. So it's like, all right, let me take a chance on something. I bought, I think this is 4th edition of Mage the Awakening. used to be called Mage the Ascension, but they revamped the, the entire World of Darkness. Th- nobody cares. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. That's not the point. The point is this entire rule book all 400 pages of it is completely illustrated by Michael William Kaluta. Wow. Yes. Wow. 
every spot illustration and there are a large number of them every illustration by Mike Kaluta it this book is fantastic I don't I don't even think I have to introduce or describe Michael Kaluta's art because Kaluta's if you awesome. yeah. yes if you've heard the name you he know the exquisite <laughs> quality to his work <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm not talking in terms of the, the actual game content, but visually, it's a stunning book. It's all Kaluta. There's there's gold gilt um, illustrations in the corner of every page. Uh, it's just beautiful Kaluta goodness. I mean, uh, everything you could. Th it, it's a, a game about magic. And uh, the people that wield it. So there's a lot of Doctor Strange-esque posturing and dragons and castles. And you get a little Harry Potter-esque vibe to it in some spots. So, I mean, you, you know what to expect. And it's all colluded and it's all gorgeous. Ugh, I... There, there couldn't there's if even if there wasn't any words in this book, I would still have a hell of a time perusing it because it's all Kaluta. What more can you say? It's Mike Kaluta. Good God! You got that right. Yeah, but it's a little on the on the expensive side. It's thirty four ninety nine. It's a hardcover, uh, four hundred pages. Oh yeah! If I tell you, I got it for I got it for seventeen bucks. That's why I bought it. So with all the discounts and everything. So if you like Kaluta and you have, uh, what's your what's your favorite Kaluta stuff? The Shadow, I think. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. I, I think. I, but then that's that's incredibly difficult to pick. Well, I mean, Madame Xanadu was fantastic. Uh, Kaluta's been doing outstanding work for for decades. It's impossible to pick my favorite Kaluta. So I'll just I'll just say all of it. How's that? Cop out. Say I know. Say the same like say, thing about Stanley's work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what like what? What's your favorite Wrightson? What do you pick? You know? Do you say Swamp Thing? Definitely not City of Others. David. I'm just saying. No. It's very easy yeah. for me to pick something I but, wouldn't. So if you and, and uh the the history of, of White Wolf, I mean they have had a batch of just fantastic artists. Guy Davis, not the least. The the earlier uh World of Darkness books are just littered with Guy Davis artwork. So I mean if you can get them cheap on eBay or something, check them out. They, you'll be surprised at the quality of art in that stuff. Hmm. There you go. What else? I have uh, what I like to call the good, the better, and the ugly. <laughs> oh no! Uh, on start my flights. Good. Why don't <laughs> we start? Hmm? Start with the ugly. We'll work okay. our way on up. My, on my flights to Cali, I didn't want to bring issues because I was worried they're going to get messed up. You know, just so I like to bring the collected editions, as they say. Uh, I grabbed a bunch. And three that I read, I didn't even realize it when I grabbed them, but as it turns out, all three are Vertigo uh, original graphic novels. Uh-oh. I think uh, I'm... Uh, oh, I got to find I say, and, and, and as I alluded, I, I thought one of them was good, I thought one of them was better, and I thought one of them was ugly. Mm. So Vince wants to start with the bad news first. Always start and, with the ugly. <laughs> yeah, it gets back to... You mentioned earlier uh, how are the that the uh, Vertigo crime series continues to come out with regularity, and it was unclear whether they were doing a great job. I have read, and I think on the show reviewed every one of them. 
Um, I've you, you and you and me both. I've, I've been yeah. getting them and, and being. I think I've missed like one, maybe two of them. Mm-hmm. So the latest one that came out, I don't know if it was in the shipment, the last shipment or the one before that. So it's been in the last month though. It came out, which was Fogtown, written by Anderson Gabrik. I don't know if I'm saying mm-hmm. his name right. It's G A B R Y C H. Art by Brad Raider. Here, let me grab it. I, I've thought the seri- the true crime books have been up and down. Um, I've enjoyed most yeah. of them, but I don't know that I've been... I don't recall any of them blowing me away um, to the point I re- where... I, re- I, re- I really liked Area 10. I thought it was yeah, really Area, good. Well, Area 10, right, and then that's... Agreed, the Somni art and all that, but mm-hmm. this one, I would say, though, was far and away my least favorite. Um, mm. it, it's, a, it's very much a, a pulpy... It's a very... If you've ever seen a pulpy detective or private detective movie or television show or read anything in that, it's that same milk. I mean, you're, you have the setup of private eye, down on his luck, office, doesn't ever have clients, in walks a client out of the blue, gives him a job he can't really refuse because he's not, he has to take any job he gets. He's got the uh, the secretary that he's banging, who also is pretty much his live-in lover, but he treats her like crap. Uh, he goes on to pretty, stan- pretty standard stuff. Standard stuff. He goes on to investigate the case. Of course, there's a twist that you see coming a mile away with the case, and he gets double crossed and um, has to try and make good after getting double crossed. And it's it's a very by the numbers plot. The only real difference between this and a by the numbers private detective story set in that era is that it takes place in San Francisco, and Anderson Gabri tries to work in just about every homosexual cliche that you've ever imagined. To the oh, point yeah. of, where I think it's pretty much offensive. If I, I mean, if any of our listeners out there are openly gay and would like to speak to this, I, Jay, I, 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 Jason, I was reaching. Jason, I was thinking, uh, everyone, everyone that lives in San Francisco is gay. Well, right. That's the first thing. It's set in San Francisco, so <laughs> oh, of course, and that's that really was, that, was, that was for Ron. In the book, pretty much everyone in the book is gay. I mean, that's the thing. The, the, and I'm sorry, spoilers here. I'm just because I, I I can't tell you why I really didn't like the book without spoiling it. So I'm going to spoil something. So turn off your iPods if you intend on reading Fogtown and haven't yet, and will be bothered by this. But the main character is gay. The private detective is gay, and, and he he is he, he drinks himself in a stupor. People, why are you doing that? Instead of just because he's a drunk, it's because he's gay and is afraid to show it of course so it turns out he's having a lurid violent meet me in the middle of the park in the middle of the night sexual affair with a giant former african-american boxer who now happens to be the top enforcer for the local mobster (laughs) and it's just ridiculous i mean there's a point where the detective is going to confront the mobster and there's the obligatory scene where they have to pat him down to make sure he's not carrying and they zoom in, and the black enforcer who he's having an affair with is the one that's best to pat him down. And as he's patting him down, he's urine and he's grabbing the guy's Johnson. And it's like, really? Like, really? There's, of course, the there's the Catholic <laughs> really? priest. There's the Catholic priest that is molesting the little boys. Uh, ha ha! Wow, we haven't seen that a trillion times. That almost never happens. Uh, exactly. Uh, it's it's it's, it's 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 there's the who wrote it? There's who wrote who wrote this? Anderson Gabrik. Gabrik. You know uh, what's just re- is, is what this who? book needs? Mm-hmm. A cartoon rabbit. Yeah, exactly. Ah. <laughs> exactly. 
it's just terrible. There, there's honestly, I, I there's very little redeeming for it. I, I just thought that uh, it was just cliche after cliche. And he tries to delve into a lot of sexual mores. There's transsexualism involved, and hey uh, now, tra- transvestites. But it's not. Yeah, but it's not done. It's not even done in a. It's neither titillating it's not, nor it's adventuresome. It's just. Yeah. Oh, the big reveal. Oh, he's really a transsexual. Oh boy. Oh, the horror. You know, and, and it's, at that point, since the half the book is about all these people secretly being uh, closet homosexuals, but yet being torn up about it, the fact that one of them happens to also be a transvestite and then the other one's a transsexual really doesn't, to me, it didn't didn't add anything to the story. So I just thought, that's the ugly. So I don't want to spend much all time right, on so that. All right, so there's there's the ugly. There's the ugly. Okay. Uh, the, the, the good is one that I probably would have expected before reading it to think was the great, and I'll just say it was the good, and that is Matt Kint's Vertigo book, Revolver. Oh, don't spoil it. I, I won't spoil that one. Okay, I won't spoil that one, because it is very much plot-driven. Is it good? It yeah, is good. of course, of course it's good. good. That's the good. I say it's good and not better, only because two things. One, I thought, and I'll be curious to get your guys' thoughts when you do get around to it, because I'm sure you will give this one a try. I thought that the artwork was... He's always, I would say his style, some might consider it loose to begin with, but mm-hmm. but this I thought was very loose, uh, and, and still great. The art, I don't, it's still very much evocative of Kent that we've come to know and love, but it was a little loose. But for me, uh, I liked very much what he was trying to do, uh, but just compared to what I thought of Three Story and Super Spy, it just didn't pull me in as much. So I enjoyed it. I'll definitely love to revisit this and explain a little bit more about why it was a like not love. Once you guys have had a chance to dig into it, because it's a it, there, it's very much a uh, a plot driven um, book that has a big twist that that I, I don't want to give away because that would ruin the, the experience. So I'll say Wait, that's be- good. Before you move on, see that's honesty right there. Because if anyone, a longtime listener, knows how you raved over three story. Oh sure, and, well, and, I and mean, for you, and for three, you to say, three story is amazing, right? But for Jason to say, you know, this was good, but not spectacular—that's yeah. honesty. I, the, I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Well, we're always honest. I mean, we, I thought we we were pretty honest about the nobody when it came out that we liked it, but it didn't necessarily love it as much as Essex County, but it's still very good. That's kind of where I put this one. I like it. It's better. It's probably better than a lot of the graphic novels I'll read over the next couple months. But it just wasn't as it didn't pull me in the way some of his other stuff has and so then the better the better is um the alcoholic oh by, okay by jonathan ames written and art by favorite of ours dean haspiel oh uh, yeah great tones by lee lowridge um and this is a book that i think i got at one of the t-fall sales on the cheap as i recall some time ago uh, and just saw it sitting there and thought ah, i've always been meaning to read that i love dean haspiel let me give this a try um I, I shouldn't need to talk to anybody that we've we've talked plenty about Haspiel and what a fantastic uh, illustrator he is. He's awesome. Um, yeah, it's it's so he he gets the job done, not unexpectedly. Um, but I didn't know much about Jonathan Ames. I didn't even really know much about what this book was about, uh, to be honest. So I, I, I uh, what it really is 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 I don't know how truly autobiographical it is. Maybe you guys have a perspective, but clearly it's at least somewhat autobiographical. Um, but it's a story about a guy that is a a writer and his life, and he's an alcoholic. But he's many other things too. He's uh, he's sexually conflicted. He's um, 
he's had moments of his life that are really down. You see his lowest lows. You see him his highest highs. He has some modicum of celebrity at points in his life. Um, he has other points in his life where he's pretty much destitute, nearly homeless. And it's just a very visceral, honest look at this this guy's life journey. Uh, warts and all. You see him at his worst, shitting. He has a problem with shitting his pants and, and to the point where you think that he's got something. No, he really, he really does. I mean, and it, Aspiel draws it. Guy shitting his pants in the middle of a meeting. He can't hold himself and going to the doctor and getting a rectal exam to see what's going on. And um, you see him getting drunk. You see him having sex with a... You know, an eighty-year-old lady. You see him having sex with a people. Oh, that's the love yeah. of his life. It's just a very, very candid look at this guy's life, and you see him uh, fooling around with his male best friend and how conflicted he is afterwards as a as a teenager. And uh, I just really enjoyed it. It's one of those uh, biographical, for lack of a better term, slice of life books, and. Um, and it just it was raw i mean this is a flawed human being but he's a real human being he's someone you really there's nothing that i read in here and thought oh no guy's life is like this i i could this is probably i'm imagining very similar to a lot of things that have happened to jonathan ames in his real life and i really appreciated it uh, a big part of it is 911 and what happens to him uh after 911 and how it changes his life um, mm-hmm. so i i really love this one and i know this was pretty critically acclaimed when it came out um it 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 missed my radar when it first came out but i i thought this was excellent this was an excellent excellent book um and and somewhat goes counter to we often talk about my my distaste for certain slice of life books because i don't like the character i think the character a douche or a loser and certainly this guy isn't a character any of us would aspire to be um and he's very flawed but he's a fascinating person and he's real um he's he's so i i Maybe that's the difference of why I read this and thought this is a guy that has had quite an interesting life. Um, he's not; it's not a story just about a loser or a slacker that can't make a decision. This is a guy that's made a lot of decisions. Some of them horribly bad and self-destructive; others fairly redeeming. And that the ebbs and flows of his life, I think, make it really a captivating story. So, um, and then you got the Haspiel art on top of it, which how can you go wrong? So, have any of you guys read The Alcoholic? I haven't. Haven't read it. I think I got mine from the TFA thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. The the ugly, the 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 good, the better, and the ugly. Vertigo. Hmm. That'd make a good movie title. Hmm. <laughs> wow, you just depressed the shit out of me. Why? Well, I don't know. It'll, that last one just sounds like a very uh, downbeat story. No, it really isn't. That's the thing. I mean, he he doesn't. In, in even when he's doing things that seem so self-destructive from our purview, in most of his life he's he's making decisions at the time he thinks he's happy to do. I mean, he's mm. loving getting high, he's loving getting drunk when he's doing it. Um, it, it it it's like many addicts, right? But it, it it's later on where he kind of realizes that he can't keep up that that way right. of life because it'll kill him. Um, that so. just jumped no, up about ten notches on my stack. Thanks to you. Nice. Yeah, yeah, and there's hey, there's a there's a there's a college girl fight that Haspiel draws beautifully. It's a nice. pillow, pillow fight of five girls and and uh, and the main character in a bed together. And um, yeah, Dino's great. See, friends can call him Dino. There's a great Dino. scene where he he gets to uh, he gets to sit and have dinner with some celebrities, including Monica Lewinsky, mm. and he have a Monica stain? Lewinsky orders kil- orders kielbasa. And he can't get out of he can't get out of his mind the idea of Monica Lewinsky chomping on a big kielbasa. 
<laughs> so, <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. You won me over. Yeah. <laughs> there so. you go. <laughs> there you go. Pants so. shitting, uh, rectal exams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah. All right. So, so what else? Let's talk about the negative notes. Someone no, we got to keep the train rolling. What else? Chris, what do you got? David, what do you got? Come on. You guys are falling asleep. Not that. Damn, falling asleep. Damn. I, um, okay. The, I read something that made me, I, I mean this in the highest form of the flattery, the complimentary, however you want to say it. Shadowland Power Man reminded me of the good times I had reading a milestone book. Mm, okay. It is it's it's written by Chris's favorite Marvel writer. Uh pencils mm-hmm. by Mahmoud Asfarar and and inks the, these two make a wonderful team. Inks by Scott Hanna. That Hanna makes the, the art is is fabulous. Uh Power Man looks to be somebody who um whose origins are in there's an incident I guess it happened in the first issue of the Shadowland miniseries where Bullseye kills 107 people he, he blows up a building uh, and it's one of the many reasons I guess Daredevil goes to take him out take Bullseye out uh, in the early parts of Shadowland but one person emerges from the rubble and um I'm thinking it's it's Power Man, so it's it's a new Power Man, borrowing. Uh, oh, this is not Luke Cage. This is not no. Luke Cage. Oh, this this is uh, this is somebody using the name and putting his services out there for a fee. He's on Craigslist. People need his help. People, you know, I've been mugged. I've been robbed. There are dirty cops out there, and and uh, so they email him. And he says, you know, PayPal's preferred, but uh, you, uh, you, 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 and and someone even asked, you know, if you're if you're supposed to be a, um, you know, if, if if you're a real superhero, you know, why why are you charging money? And and Power Man says, well, like the man said, you do something well, never do it for free. And he uh, he he wants this cut, and and he is met by Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and. Uh, and we're, we're we're left with a cliffhanger at the end of the first issue, and one that that makes me say "Wow!" But um, since the building was destroyed, and the family, Power Man's family, is uh, all living under one roof right now, he he's got to share a bedroom with with. Uh, I don't know if they're twin. If if the twins are his brother, yeah, with with, with twin brothers, um, he he gives mom lip. He is uh, he's Hispanic, power man. So I mean that's that's where I'm getting the uh, the milestone vibe from. It's it's new character with powers that uh, it it just has that that kind of not really blood syndicate vibe, but it just it it reminds me of just. The characters and the way they talk to each other, the the family feel of it, uh, and the hand. There are three hand ninja that that attack Power Man, and uh, they don't turn to dust 
after he's done beating them so they they uh they re- they recognize power man's style of fighting and it's it's something that one would learn from uh spending time in Kunlun so they go to see Danny Rand and Rand never had Danny's never had this individual as a student so that's Iron Fist interest in it is how did you learn how to fight like this and Luke basically is just you know why are you taking my name so there's there's some friction right off the bat but first issue really cool first issue is, oh yeah why are you taking his name I'd be pissed <laughs> yeah, you would be let me ask you a question uh, I've heard conflicting reports on Shadowland some love it oh, some... this, is, this is the only Shadowland thing I've read Okay. I couldn't be less interested. But I will tell you, after after reading this, I am more interested in finding out more about Shadowland. I'm not so much really interested in... in I know why Matt has, I guess, turned to the dark side. They uh, have no idea what to do with that character anymore. They can't grind him down any farther. He is it, it dust. Does, it he does. is dust, and they can't grind him down any farther. So what do you do with him? Well, we gotta kill. Him. That's when Daredevil works best. Is when you you put him in a situation where he can't get any lower, seemingly. It's and he, been and that he's way got for a, ten goddamn years, Vince. Oh, longer than that. Yeah. 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 No. Well. Oh, okay. It depends on if you mean you know like the armor was the lowest he could get. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like no, I like tree no. knowledge. I like that a lot. That, that they can't do anything else. Again, with that character again was a low point. Yes. And I'm not I'm not talking about story wise. Twenty five years old. Say, it's still it's still a low point. It was supposed that was supposed to be the end of the fucking. Title. I know, and they can't they can't get him out of that. And and Bend- hey man, I still love Bendis' run on Daredevil, but. That was kind of that was a big love letter to Frank Miller. They can't figure out how to make Daredevil not be miserable. But inherently, the character is not. It's not Peter Parker. It's not Spider Man. You're never going to have nothing happy go lucky about the character, about about the alter ego or the character. What? What? Well, was happy? Was last happy? Um. Pre Frank Miller, before Dad died, before he got hit with an isotope. Uh, pre how about Frank how about Miller? the? Yeah. Pre what? Yeah. Pre Frank Miller. Pre Frank Miller. Yeah. Yes. Spank. 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 Well, I mean, then he was then he was a pretty standard Silver Age hero. It was Frank Miller that that really brought the organized crime aspect and and the really dark. The, you know the the dark daredevil that that we that we came to love. I mean, maybe a perfect example of a character that maybe you know in an ongoing setting. I don't know. May, I, maybe From, we could pull without a few years of daredevil. Even though I awesome. love the series, and, but, and it's it that that could be what what's happening. It sounds just just from the blurbs, from the recap pages, from what other characters are saying, especially in Shadowland, because Shang-Chi is in this also, so they oh, want to good. go talk, they want to talk, well not, he's not in it, he's not in the first issue for much, he uh, he, he comes in to talk to Danny's class, but 
you know, they're they're going. The whole idea is to go talk to Matt because he um, he has turned a corner. But it does, judging by what the characters are saying and the recap page, kind of just giving you a gist of, of what's been going on in Shadowland. It and then his son who hasn't read Daredevil since Ru Baker left. It kind of sounds like this is a natural progression of the character. It's it's. There, there, there hasn't been a natural progression of that character since the first Brubaker arc. That I mean, we're going, we're going back what five years okay. now. Unlike, unlike Batman, who refuses to do away with any of his rogues, keeps putting them in jail. They keep getting out. Here's somebody who finally best, says, best rogues gallery in comics, David. Well, because they're oh, no. coming back. But anyway, oh, absolutely. Spider Man. Na- name a better one. Spider Man. I will go. I will go toe to toe, rogue for rogue. Spider Man, rock and lizard. Okay, draw. <laughs> what? Yeah, because Croc is smart. The, the, there is the bat has the best rogues gallery in comics, according to Neesman. Right. No, that's just there fact. No, it's not it's fact. It's, it's, not. Just fact. It, it, it's so it's unlike fact. a fact. It's, um, it's na- na- name name a better name name a better rogue than Two Face. Oh, oh okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I, uh, no, sir, does does Spider Man have a better rogue than Two Face? Doctor Octopus is better than Two Face as a no, villain. Not, not not on not on his best eight legged fucking day. Is he better than Two Face? Two faces, Joker light. <sighs> you went with, oh. with Two Face because you know he couldn't say anything about Penguin. Oh yeah, <laughs> Penguin. I, I like Oswald. I, you know, it, I, this is just silly. I, I, would, I would put Penguin. <laughs> we, went, we went from costumes to best villains. You know, Penguin and Doc are, are about are about equal. I, I would say. Oh my God, that's not happening. It's hey, so jo- not. Joker. Joker is the best villain, best villain in comics. I right, disagree with that too. Joker's not; he's one villain. That's yeah. The, the question before the table isn't who has the best villain. It's best rogues gallery. Sure. So, Joker. I, I think Spider-Man. I think Joker, Batman Joker. has the. Mm-hmm. I don't Joker. even know if Batman has the best DC rogues gallery. I think Flash has the best rogues gallery in DC. Well, I mean, I mean, that's just. I just, just got a boner. That, that, I mean, that, that, that's from Johns and doing his 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 rogues work. But yeah. I mean, Bat, Batman. No, come on, Batman's rogues gallery is is amazing. Joker, Monk, Joker, Two Face, One Scarecrow. I, I mean, come on, Tweedledum and Tweedledee, Cavalier. The ventriloquist ventriloquist fucking dummy dummies. Oh, 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 no, not the spot. Oh, yeah, because you're not now. Not now. I don't know that there's any hard and fast answer here. This is certainly a inopinated thing. That's the hard, that's the fast. Batman. No, like I said, I wouldn't even give Batman his own universe's best rogues gallery. So I, I, I so, so you're you're a flash you're a flash guy. I'm not at all actually. That's not true. I don't. I I've read fifty times more Batman comics than Flash comics. In fact, most Flash comics bore me. But come on, Ra's al Ghul. 
Well, that's a badass villain. I like Ray Shagall. Yeah, I like that. Ray I got nothing against. See, I'm not. I, I don't. I, I think they're tr- Vince is trying to get your good. I, I don't. I think Batman. Obviously, Batman's Rogues Gallery is 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 among the best. And, 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 and I would, that's why he's. Yeah. You can't. I mean, Batman's his Rogues Gallery is synonymous with him. So I I can't discount that. I. I um, You're only I as think, good as the villains you fight. Yeah, yeah. And, so. and, and, and hey, I am a huge Spider-Man Rogues Gallery fan. That uh, of of the Eagle Moss, you know, I I do all the DC, but the Eagle Moss <laughs> figures, I'm focusing on on the Spider-Man. You're laughing. You're good. <laughs> no, no, seriously, because I have an affinity for Spider-Man Rogues. It's a it's a fantastic Rogues Gallery. I think it's 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 right there. Just a tick under the Batman Rogues Gallery. All right, well, I got to give Joker the nod over the Green Goblin. No way. Yeah, totally. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. yeah sin- how about the Sinister Catwoman the nod over the Black Cat? Well, that, no, that's not. How yeah, about oh, the yeah. Sinister Six? You're forgetting Sandman, uh, Mysterio, Doctor yeah. Octopus, the Lizard, the Shocker. Come on, don't forget okay. the Punisher was originally a Spider-Man villain. You yeah. got the you got the Tarantula. Yeah. There's a, there's a shitload oh, of. Oh God, do not bring out the Tarantula, or I'm going to bring out Batmite. About a little wisp. Oh, you, you, you're seriously. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna puke okay, right okay, now. Okay, but tarantula and Bane. There. Okay, we've we've offset each other. I'm just not even gonna talk to you anymore. That's it. <laughs> you're the that lizard. Bane fan? The lizard. <laughs> the killer croc. Green Goblin is 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 a better character oh, to Trump, me than the Joker. No, no, Trump, Trump by Joker. It's not trumped. Yeah. There's no Trump. Uh, yes. No. I think if you're if you're talking yes. about their arch nemesis being Joker versus Green Goblin, I think Joker's a better, Joker. better yeah. film. Yeah, it's absolutely. Character. Yeah, whatever. And what? What? Two Face and what? Chameleon. <sighs> Jesus. Kingpin's way better than any mobster that. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. He defaults as as a no, daredevil. No. no, no, he doesn't default no, as a daredevil. Kingpin defaults as a spider as a daredevil because he's a. He is he is Daredevil's arch nemesis. Yeah, he was Daredevil. appropriated by the writers of Daredevil. Right. Daredevil. Yeah, that's not you know, like the bad guy. Like thirty fucking years ago, you can't you you can't say. So oh, telling me never been been a consistent never been in a Spider-Man Spider-Man Spider-Man. You are making up your yeah, own reality. Yeah, you, it's just not right. Who shot him? He 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 first appeared as a Spider-Man rogue, but you can't say that. That Kingpin is anyone besides Daredevil's arch enemy. Nah, we didn't uh, say it was arch enemy. We were talking about. Oh, Rogue. so Daredevil is that inconsequential? What the yeah, hell are you talking about? Seriously. So Daredevil's a character no, that needs to go. Yeah. Daredevil's never been a top seller at Marvel. Yeah, he's inconsequential. He's no. So he's what I'm no. What I'm saying is that if if Daredevil's arch enemy doesn't even qualify as being an official rogue for why is Kingpin his arch enemy and not Bullseye? Then yeah, exactly. I would Bullseye Daredevil. Why is Bullseye not his arch enemy? Because Bullseye works for Kingpin. Something. No, he's, oh, he's done work for so, him. This is so silly. Like, so, so, like the second-rate lackey of the guy in charge is Daredevil's chief rival. So that's that kind of that kind of makes sense when you look at Daredevil. Yeah, it, it kind of fits. So, okay, so like um, the lab assistant for Norman Osborn is just as important as 
bullseye, so who's his arch nemesis? For the, for the first, let's say, 90 <laughs> or so issues of Daredevil, he uh-huh. fought the Zodiac, he fought Stiltman, Mr. Hyde. I mean, look at all the characters that, that all Daredevil... All the issues that didn't sell? That's besides the Daredevil's point. And, and until until someone like Frank Miller said, you know what? This, it's sold all right. This Kingpin character can be pretty cool in Daredevil and appropriate, but Kingpin is a no, Spider-Man and, villain. No, he's not. Not anymore. He's 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 a Daredevil rogue. This is just wrong. No. This is yeah, you're just really way, wrong, sure man. Case. I don't. <laughs> I don't see how that. It's just, it's it's. I don't get it. I, I, I'm I'm befo- I'm I'm bamboozled. I just don't know how to respond to this. Okay, so uh, Doctor Doom has fought Spider-Man, so he is yeah. a Spider-Man. No, he's fought Power Man. Yeah, Doctor Doom has fought everyone. He's also yeah. teamed up with Namor. Well, I mean, what the, he oh, Doctor Doom he Iron Man. So yeah, he's an Iron Man rogue. You're 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 no. you're you're, you're yeah. contradicting yourself. Doctor Doom is a Fantastic Four rogue, first right, and he foremost. First appeared in Fantastic Four. Yes. He's he, he plagued the Fantastic Four King for Pin years before he moved first out. First appeared in Spider-Man, and yeah. he has fought him countless times over the decades and continues to, so yeah. he's very much a rogue there. That so just shows like, you the stature of... Luthor fights lots of villains, but he's a Spider-Man. Yeah, the, on the Marvel hierarchy, da- the fact that Daredevil had to borrow uh, his archenemy from another book, that doesn't say too much about Daredevil. No. Okay. You know? there you Are you go. talking about Batman versus Spider Man? I'm confused. Yeah, because no, you know, Spider Man wins. Up, I, did, I just brought up the fact that, that Spider Man has the best rogues gallery for Marvel. He does. Well, for comics. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a, no, Thank for Marvel. You. He does. Look at me. I should be saying Fantastic Four. See, well, for me, oh, personally, well, I, I don't even think that For me, again, it depends on. For me, the best rogues gallery is. The X Men Rose Gallery, but that's, I mean, it's all right. Legion. No, see, there's, there's, that's one, that's one dude, though. Legion, there's, Arcade, Arcade's their arch nemesis. Okay, Arcade, Arcade is like number wait, two. After if, if you <laughs> wait a minute, if you're gonna talk Fantastic Four, there are two villains that trump anything in comics. Mole Man, anything? No, Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom and Galactus. No, dude, Mo- Molecule Man would rip up Galactus. This is just insane. Yeah, we, 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 we've we've lost ninety nine percent of our listeners right that's now. That's exactly how yeah. we've, we've descended. Ended. We've descended we've into fanboyism. I'm yes, sorry. That's true. We went from costumes to. I've had so yeah. much fun with this. I Good. I'm glad you have. I cannot wait for the episode thread. Where's my blood pressure cuff? Because I need it right now. <laughs> Hey everybody, this episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, where you, yes you, can get your favorite, yeah, can get your favorite comic books and collectibles at huge Wumba discounts, 35 to 75% off. They have an amazing array of Ditko books and a nice selection of picture box titles. And, yeah, the word. Uh, 30, like I said, and uh, if you enter EOC8 in the slot, you'll get an extra 8%. Not like Jason said before, 5. What's that? 8% off your uh, total order, which could push it, theoretically, over 50%. Craziness. And in your travels, be a champ and pick up Magnus Robot Fighter number 1 because it's good. Re- disregard everything you've heard about Solar and pick up Magnus, and you'll yeah. be happy. And, Magnus uh, is the anti-Solar. It is. Uh, poser, Man of the Atom. That's what we're going to call him. 
and read in 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 your travels read Amazing Spider-Man because he has an amazing rogues gallery. Yep, better than Batman. That's yeah, true. Uh, read a pretty fun one shot that was so pretty and and didn't have as many word balloons as I would have expected covering up the pretty art. Uh, X Women. Oh really? That was good. Really, that was good. I enjoyed it. I, it, I did talk about it. Thanks for listening. Yes, yes. <laughs> it, it it uh, it is Chris Claremont, and it's Chris Claremont speaking through Kitty Pride. So I mean, you you definitely don't forget that. But uh, that sounds it, like a win-win situation to me. But it's always it his is, favorite character, right? It's gorgeous. It, it uh, is gorgeous. Although I would I like to done without Shadowland. I would like to see Minara unleashed a bit. If you know yeah, what I mean. yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. He had to cover up the, the naughty bits. No one draws an asshole like Milo Manara. <laughs> I have a feeling. There's your pull quote. Yeah. It's true. I have a feeling he drew uh, he drew a few ex sphinx, uh, but had to probably cover them up with bikinis before. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and usually, when Manara draws an asshole, there's a tongue nearby it. So it's true. It's yeah, true. I'm I'm just uh, stating the obvious. Yeah. And in your travels. Please pick up, if you want to learn something while also looking at beautiful artwork, uh, Black Comics. It's, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. African-American independent comics art and culture uh, yes. written by Damian Duffy and John Jennings. Uh, it's put up by Mark Batty uh, Publishing. And it is a look at over 50 of uh, the uh, best uh, and like, most relevant African-American uh, comic book creators. Um, Nice. And uh, I have not. I just got it today, so I've only paged through it a little bit, and it looks phenomenal. So awesome. I'm really looking forward to digging into this. Cool. Did Chris say one? Yeah. Yeah. He said uh, Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, Vince. You're being facetious. How about, no, how about? No. 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 Oh, oh, he said it. It's it's in the closing notes. It's it. No. It's uh, I, I, and I was being serious. He was. Jesus, is, he would be mad serious. Uh, my flavor. For real. Yeah. All, right. All right. You know what? We'll be back next week whether you like it or not. And please, forgive that last, what, 15 minutes of... of, of oh, just, hell no. Because yeah. I was dropping so much knowledge on you guys. I'll tell you we're what, dropping, though. We're dropping yep. something. On Bizarro Planet, if, that was knowledge. If you yes. haven't clicked off yet, come on over to the forums and vote. That's right. But we should do that. Yes, and since <laughs> since David and I have control of the answers, we will naturally <laughs> skew it in our favor. No, Batman uh, has the best rogues gallery. Bullpenbulletinspodcast.com. We, like, we like the legacy here. So we still be kept. Go to the forum and, and show I'll, your love. I'll set it up so Tom Morris can vote multiple times. Hey, you know, <laughs> I, 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 be, I, believe, I believe in our listeners. We have the smartest. <laughs> That's your first mistake. They do we exist. Have, we have the smartest <laughs> listeners in all of comic book podcasts, and I I believe that they they know that Batman has the has the best rogues gallery. So I believe in them. You know who's going to solve see, this this man. dilemma? The one name, Pat Loika. Pat will solve this. That's true because he is wise beyond his years. But see, then you're going to get from people. You're going to get. Well, is it the cartoon Batman? Is it is it the the, the 
Bronze Age Batman. Pat, Pat, no, it, no, Pat, Pat, Pat will get into all the flitter. He'll be like, oh, the, the whole Kingpin thing. I, I can't quite decide because he's Bendis, gonna, he's gonna smack Bendis you down. Him like the, he is. And, yeah, and, and, he, and, and then he's still gonna realize but, that, like, but, yeah, but, but he first dead. appeared in Spider Man. And and, and you're gonna Bendis, have a big old mud hole in your chest. His head <laughs> will explode. <laughs> All right. Yeah, like I said, we'll be back next week because we love you so much, and uh, we'll see you then. Same time, same uh, channel. I'm waving. Bye. Boy, boy. This was totally crazy. Two faces. Awesome. That shit crazy. <sighs> Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> the shocker. That's right. I like the shocker. One That's in right. the stink, one in the pink. See? see? No. See that that's Ooh. hard because because I really do I I love Spider Man's Rogues Gallery, but Batman better Rogues Gallery. It's not true. Superman has a better Rogues Gallery than Batman. No. Toy Man. Yes. No, don't say Toy Man, because now you're kicking me in the balls. <laughs> All right, fine. What, what, fine. Luther, Lex Luthor. Brainiac, Brainiac. Bra- yes, Brainiac. Metallo. Luther, yeah, well, Matt Maxima. She just wanted to sleep with him. Bizarro. I... Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Soups has has a really good rogues gallery. Um, John Byrne. So, so does Flash. <laughs> um, friend to African Americans everywhere. No, I mean, I mean, I mean no, no. Who, 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 who has the great rogues galleries? Spider Man. Sp- Spider-Man, Batman, Fantastic Four, and Superman. Those are the those are the great. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, Cheetah, big <laughs> deal. Thank <laughs> you. And Tom Thumber, whoever the Cheetah and Cheetah and and Ares. In the poll, I put Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, X-Men, Avengers, Flash, and other. Hmm. You know, Nova. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Diamond Head's cool. X Men is a rough one because there's some good and there's some shit. But there, there's like, some some really a, cool it's, archetypes it's, like Magneto and the Sentinels. And no, it's it's Brotherhood of Mister Sinister. Uh, see, now you're getting into very subjective territory. It's Magneto wait, wait, more and more subjective the brother- than fucking the Riddler or Killer Moth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't uh, the Riddler. Don't uh, uh, the Riddler. <laughs> Classic rogues, apocalypse. Dude, apocalypse he, is a classic rogue. I'm sorry, he, he is absolutely no. He's no, he's not. He's a he's a '90s convention. Rid, Riddler goes. I was back at that convention. The 60s. Oh, good God! Seriously, uh, how could you not? How could you not say apocalypse is not a classic rogue? Um, because first of all, he didn't even fucking appear in X Men as his first appearance. He was an X Factor rogue, which is not an X book. It's the, the same damn X-Men. thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, but he didn't even appear in the X Men. It doesn't. As, he was an X. Well, see, now you're contradicting yourself with the Kingpin. Whoa! Exactly. Yeah, it's the same thing, dude. Okay, so dude, so. If you if you if you're taking apocalypse, then I get Kingpin as a Daredevil rogue. Okay, we'll just. He didn't say he wasn't a Daredevil rogue. He, he can't. He's, but he, I mean, it's, oh no, no! Everyone's like, no, no, Spider Man. He for Spirit and Spider Man. Spider Man. 
Okay, just because he's been in this Daredevil is so going mean in the now, episode. Now he can't. <laughs> doesn't mean that he he no longer has any association with Spider-Man. Yeah, he's the dude who fucking started the whole one more day thing. If he didn't have Aunt May shot, this shit wouldn't have happened. He's still a Spider-Man villain. No, yeah. he's not. Yes, yeah. he no, is. I no, I agree not. with my You're brother David. Now. Of course, yeah. he's a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, I know crazy. Oh, okay. I know crazy. Then who the fuck is a Daredevil villain? What bullseye? bullseye. Is the guy the guy who works for the Spider-Man rogue. Bullseye. So so Daredevil is uh, okay. Oh my gosh! So my proxy. What are we making a graph now? It's 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 just. It's, All right. Wait wait wait. You take Daredevil. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm being stupid. You take Ms., uh, Kingpin out of the Daredevil equation. What mm-hmm. do you have left? Seriously. I know. Exactly. Nothing. You have Bullseye, Stiltman, Mr. Hyde, the, the Owl. Oh, my God, the Owl. Yay. Oh, no, not the Owl. No, that's what I'm saying. Daredevil, I mean, he, Daredevil benefited hugely by, I'm guessing, it was Miller's decision to bring the Kingpin over. Kingpin is Daredevil's arch rival. But that does not negate the fact that Kingpin is he a Spider-Man awesome. villain. Right. Kingpin is like number eight in the Spider-Man rogue list. And that's just saying that the other ones are so much greater. There you go. So Daredevil okay. gets the cast so, offs, and Spider-Man retains his position as having the best rogues gallery in comics. So of all time. Bada boom. Ever. Not, not of all time. Okay, Daredevil, worthless <laughs> character. All right. No, he's not. No, he's oh, not. Apparently, because, because he... Uh, he's blind. Uh, this dude's fucking blind. <laughs> he's handicapped. I mean, come on. And can handicapped people really be heroes? Chris, you're not making any sense. We're not saying he's a useless character. That's like saying Robin's useless character. If you're gonna, who are Robin's arch villains? They're all bad family villains. Uh, yeah. the King Snake. No, yes. no, not no. Kane. I Shit. mean, Rob, Rob, Robin has. Your uh, blockbuster was kind of a, a nightwing <laughs> villain. No, yeah, he's right. Blockbuster was Bruce, a nightmare. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying we're, you, you're, you're discounting Apocalypse, but you're going to throw a Blockbuster at me. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I have to agree. So, Apocalypse is the shit. Blockbuster's back every every other year at least, if okay, not more. Okay, than that. fine. He, he's a, he's an ectrogue, and 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 I know all the ex heads love him. Shit, even um, your boy Hickman felt compelled to put him into his uh, first issue of Shield because he's so significant. That's eh, fine. I I still I don't know. He's if there was one villain that decided the trend for the X books uh, in the last 15, 20 years, it's Apocalypse. Sure. Yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, sure. I mean, from, you know, basically whenever the X-Books started being not very good. Oh, because uh, yeah. yeah. oh, when all the mutants and Age of Apocalypse and what all just happened second hey, time. Hey, man, well, that was good. Man. Tri- the, uh, I'm, I, will, I will say it now. I've said it before. The Trial of Magneto was the end of the X-Men comic yeah. books. That that's was the story was was that was it. No, there was no there was no reason to do anything more. The story was done. I mean, you can. But that that. the trial of Magneto predates Cable. Yes. Yes. There you go. So you're wrong. No, that that proves my point. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, I I think that was the end of Volume One. So I think of of I I think of Apocalypse as a Volume Two villain. How about Mr. Sinister, Mojo, Spiral? Oh God! Those are those are all great characters. What you don't like Mojo? I, I don't well. particularly care for. Him. <laughs> I don't know. I, no, no. Yeah, um, what? Right out of that, all that like witty Death Strike, you know? Uh, she's a Wolverine. Who has who has an association to Bullseye? 
he's a Wolverine villain. Yeah. Yeah. Jason, look at us. We are of one yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, to see. By the way, do you know who the main antagonist of the '90s Spider-Man cartoon was? Kingpin. Ding. <laughs> you know who? All right. You know who voiced the Kingpin? Michael Clark Duncan voiced him in Spider-Man the Animated Series. Michael Chiklis. I don't know. No, Michael Clark Duncan, the Kingpin said... though, the main villain. Who? You know right. who the main villain is in the Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon series? The Kingpin. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. So Kingpin is is Spider-Man's arch nemesis. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Green Goblin no. is. No. Seriously. Yes. No. Yes. It's Kingpin. It's not. Why are you even hey, saying man, that? Because the animated the animated series it, it reached more people, and more people are going well, to associate. Okay, with then, well, the movies give more uh, people, and yeah, Green Goblin is the main villain in this. Yeah. So no, because Kingpin is his main his arch nemesis. That is not even not close to being true. You're not. <laughs> You're not making these because this is ludicrous. What are you We're drinking, and how much sense. of it? <laughs> because He's that shit's good. Whiskey. All right, more importantly, who's Namor's arch nemesis? Um, uh, Akuma himself. Himself. Yeah. No, <laughs> Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you would say you would say Reed or what? Akuma. Alex Malief. <laughs> I, want Paul Pope, I want Paul Pope to draw one shot. I'm being oh, serious. Yeah. Hey, where he gets hey. to blast out uh, Sue. Namor yeah. just gets to lay one up yeah. in her. You know yeah, uh, what I've heard about the, the upcoming? Here, wait a minute. Yes. Well, of course. Who else? Okay. Yeah. The the thing that the thing I've heard about Fantastic Four is that um, the person that leaves is Sue because she goes with Namor. Have you heard that? Yeah, I have heard that rumor. I hope it's not true. It's probably I hope it's not true too because I mean, gee, let's just rehash an ongoing thing for the past like forty. 50 years. Well, we haven't had Hickman's TV because mainstream comics don't do that every goddamn month. No, but it doesn't... If Hickman can make it make sense, logically, a reason why Sue would leave her family and go with Namor, fine. I've, I've but it just, seems, it just seems so out of character to me. I, I've lost all faith. I don't, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I think we should end it on that note. No, it's a, but, but come on, seriously. It's just, oh, damn, we have, we have one person who's already commented in the thread. <laughs> And who would that really? be? Really? That was Stupendous Man who says Flash oh. gets the slight edge over Batman. There wow. you go. That don't make it real. <laughs> but, no, it, it's an opinion, and opinions are very important. But this is one thing we could never, ever come to the no. the, the end of. You know, it's just it's just all what you love. And this is not my current distaste with the DC Universe. I have always loved Spider-Man's rogues over, yes. over anything. It is a great rogues gallery. Yeah. I mean, I'm Sam and the Man. Morbius. Mysterio. Yeah, Morbius. Come on. You love Stan the Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Can't credit it. Kirby for those, buddy. We're, no, you can, you can credit Steve Ditko. Uh, yep. Oh, sure. Yep. And John We're, Romita. Yeah. Well, and John Romita. Yeah. And you know what? I, I kind of gave a shit to the, to the spot earlier. I kind of like the spot. Spot was especially when Van Lenthe uh, wrote. Van Lenthe, yes, Van Lenthe made the spot really yeah, compelling. There, there, there's a um, next week a new um, Hero Click set comes out. It's the Web of Spider-Man oh, expanded nice. pack, and they have they have a Spot Hero Click, and I'm excited. <laughs> Celestial, could 
catastrophe Orbiting machines Entropy evaporates Absorbing the obscene Celestial catastrophes